Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Fanatic.com, brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Trek at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car and his crew at Suple's Siding and Remodeling. Suple's Flowers. The home of 1-800-800-ROSE. Big Dog Satellite, Internet, and Solar. Don't call an 800 number. Call Kevin and all the people at Big Dog, a premier dish authorized retailer at 338-6600. Hertin and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyogen in the Amanas. Dirk Sterner Taxidermy. Players, Sports Bar and Grill, downtown, and Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental, in Cedar Rapids. Joining Mr. Suter, it's Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. Joining indeed. Good morning. Mr. Hardy, good morning. Mr. Soboroff, good morning, sir. Good morning. Not using my alias today? Being formal? Captain Steve? (laughs) Or Bridges, or Or. Sobey? Whatever. Yeah, you do have a lot. Of, why do you have so yes, many names? He does have a lot of names. Why do you have so many names? I was Stephen Scott when. Uh, why though? Back What's going on with the name thing? Hmm? What's going on with the name thing? Yeah. Well, I wanted my daughter I, Molly to be Molly Cyrus, but she wasn't interested. I uh, was named. What is your real name? Uh, Silveroff. It's not Bridges. Where'd Bridges you come from? It, you like a I was, Lloyd Bridges fan? I was named Bridges when I worked in the Quad Cities. Why? Because they have bridges. <laughs> it's the only thing they I have can lots of bridges. Out. Yeah, they have lots of bridges. <laughs> I didn't know they, if you bridge gaps they, or they named me Bridges. And before that, it was it was uh, Stephen Steve Scott. Okay. Steve Todd Scott. Which is kind of weird. Young Steve Scott. I use that too. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, that's what I. That's my legacy. Radio okay. used a lot of yeah aliases. When I, I first got employed, it was uh, KJK, and they said, "What are you going to use?" And I said, "I don't care. I've been using uh, Steve Scott." And they said, I, "That's fine." Wasn't so he a I, good pitcher for the? No, that was Mike Scott. Yeah, remember him for the Astros? No, no. I'm sure, you probably you guys probably wouldn't. No, yeah. really good pitcher in what mid eighties maybe. Yeah. Did he use various names? I don't believe so. Yeah. His name could have been, well, no, I guess it could have been Scott Mike. Was I Mike worked Scott. with a guy named Captain Whammo. I really loved that name. <laughs> Is that where sounds he got like, the captain? Sounds no. Like, sounds like a porn star. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> that was the greatest name. A porn star really full of himself. <laughs> captain Whammo. Captain Whammo. I thought that was the greatest that is name. great. Did he live up to it? <laughs> sounds more like a Marvel character. <laughs> he but. drank. 
Did he live up to it though? Was he really? A, was he Captain Marvel on the air? He was pretty good on the air. Was he? Yeah, very good on the air. Uh, what was his real name? Uh, I, well, what's his real name? Oddly enough, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know that I ever Smith? knew it. I worked at night, and he worked in the morning. So where'd you get the captain thing from? Uh, we started doing uh, blues cruises. Uh, ah, KFMH, okay. and I was the captain. Oh, okay. And I had a pirate hat. And <laughs> I like it. Arrgh, matey. Weirdos. I was a pirate. <laughs> kind of a mini freak show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have to. Adam, I believe, is calling in at 9.15, roughly around there, he said. And he usually calls in, right, as opposed to you calling him, right? Adam yes. Maluska, yeah, so yeah. He said he's going to call. We'll talk yeah. little hoops. Um, uh, we have actually a Fran press conference today at 2.00. And then they play tomorrow night, and then the women play tomorrow afternoon at two. I mean, I, I, I never really understood. It's a dollar to get. I in. know, but why two o'clock? To me, that. Well, what I don't understand is if they can do a dollar to get in, and it doesn't cheapen the product. Why can't the students come in? For yeah, me? why can't? The students uh, get but in? why two o'clock? I, I don't know. I, we're wondering where we're going to be able to park. Well, yeah, but don't you have to work? Well, theoretically, but I also like a, have season tickets. Well, well what's he going to do? But what about the person with season tickets who actually has to work? Well, they don't go. That's what I'm saying. You can come and go as you please. Yes. Yeah. Well, but most people can't. Well, you can come and go as you well, please. Well, to a point. Well, I mean, I have stuff to do. Well, damn it. Well, damn, never, but I'm not there. I'm not there whipping you. No, what I'm no. saying is you can go to pretty much <laughs> no, Iowa. You're right. yeah. Most people can't just, at 2 o'clock, can't just tell their, hey, I'm going to be gone. I'm yeah. leaving today. I'm going to the. I mean, it's just a tough time to try to it, it is. try to uh, fill seats. I don't, I don't know. Why. Is school like our high school kids out right now? Are we on winter break yet? I think so. Yeah. It starts this week, winter break. Yeah. Uh-huh. That obviously will help. But I mean, a lot. Yeah, of, help some. Yeah, I didn't realize. So, what's today? The because I know twenty first. Col- col- yeah. Are they really well, today's the twentieth? Twentieth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so and then. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, I thought maybe plenty. they get out like on Wednesday because usually back in I don't remember getting that much time off during high school. Obviously, college winter break for college would go on forever, too long. It was like five, six weeks. I always wanted to have less of a break around winter and then be able to get out in April as opposed to May because mm-hmm. you know the weather's never good, and that was always one thing I never understood was taking such a long break in college because you're basically in college you're out mid-december and you don't get back till mid late january yeah that's a long time to be out i liked it no see i'd rather get out instead of may 15th get out april 15th but nobody ever listened to me that was one of the one i didn't care much about anything in college that is one thing i never really understood though <laughs> i did uh you know you have off friday and saturday off, off friday and saturday what do you mean you, you, oh you're not doing shows no Oh, cool. Well, we're doing yeah we're Christmas doing. Eve and Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I'm not even sure what I, I'm not yeah. even sure what I'm doing for this. Will be the first Christmas I've ever had without either one of my parents, and they've always been sort of the axis, mm-hmm. but they're not there, and it's it's just kind of weird. Plus, I got to fly out what Monday? I fly out Monday, so I got a lot to do before. God, it's it's coming. Hello. I fly out in basically a week. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. Six minutes early. I love it. You just can't wait. What do we got? Another call? <laughs> Chomping at the bit. Do we have another call? <laughs> yeah. So, just a second. This may be somebody wanting to. Dare we? Hold on. Okay. They hung up. Oh, they okay. hung up. Okay. They hung up. All right. Well, Adam, thanks for calling in. Adam Haluska, former Hawk. And um, I was, after watching Keegan Murray, it looks like there's a really good chance Keegan's going to average 20 points a game this year. 
Um, Adam's one of the very few. There's not many people in this program that have averaged 20 points a game during the course of a season. It just does nope. not. I mean, Roy Marble did it. You did it. Um, Luca. Luca did it twice. Um, it just doesn't happen very much. Adam, how hard is it to average 20 points? And, Adam, part of the reason, you you had to do it. I mean, you were really needed to score those points your senior year. Just talk about how tough it is. And, I mean, Keegan, I mean, in that first half, he made it look so easy. He did. It was, And when those buckets came, because he didn't have a bunch right away to start the no, game. No, no. Um, you know, we had Bohannon hit a couple shots. Patrick really um, did some nice things to start the game. And then Keegan was kind of quiet, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, he's got 13, he's got 15, he's got 20. Um, I thought, you know, the way it was going, and, and obviously if he would have played played 29 minutes, if he would have played more, he was on pace to, to go over 40, oh, without um, question. which yeah. is huge, especially against a good team. That that team, right, they've been to the tournament the last few years. They've got a – I really like that Utah State team. Um, with Horvath, Horvath and is really Bean good. Bean and Miller, yeah, I mean, that's a good team and their experience. So, yep. you know, I think uh, it, it obviously helps play in a friendly environment where tons of Iowa fans were there, and you could just feel the energy even on TV. Um, but yeah, once Keegan got going, um, and credit the his teammates, right? They knew he was hot. They got it to him. Uh, a couple isos on the, you know, on the, on the perimeter, take it to the hoop, and then just a lot of good passing. Um, you know, for dunks and layups, a lot of those were easy buckets of just, oh, yeah. you know, other guys creating Patrick for him. McCaffrey. So it's nice to see that. I mean, Patrick McCaffrey's passing there in transition. There was that stretch where Keegan got a couple layups and a dunk because of Patrick just seeing him. And you know what's kind of interesting, Adam? I mean, I the way things are going, there's a good chance Keegan's not going to be back next year. I mean, I mean, I keep seeing – I know it's still early. It's still real early. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if his brother led the team in scoring next year. Chris, that really wouldn't – I mean, right now he's the second-leading scorer right now. They combined for 52. At, I mean, if Chris can become consistent, Adam, how important is that going to be for this team? If he can just pretty much game in and game out, get them 10 to 15 points a game. Yeah, I kind of wrote that down. I mean, if you look at our top four scores, Keegan had 35, Chris had 17 on 6-8 shooting, um, Patrick 12 points, Bohannon 11. If you get that kind of balance – um, you know, it kind of takes the pressure off of, of Keegan. You know, you mentioned some guys in the past that have scored 20 a game. You know, you feel like if some of those guys didn't have a good night, I know I felt a little bit of that pressure where sure. if, if you some nights you just can't throw it in the ocean. And if you have one of those nights, you know, you've got to have guys step up. And, again, when Chris came in, it didn't seem like anything was forced. I mean, some of those pick and pops, he likes getting on the perimeter, got a couple to the basket. Um, I'm with you. If if, if Keegan plays like this – as a Hawkeye fan, selfishly, you know, I'd love to see him back and see what we can do. Uh, but he's probably gone, and, you know, Chris would be a, a great replacement. Without question. Just because uh-huh. you can see the confidence that he's got. I mean, they're, they're, they're twins. They're similar. I just think a little more aggression, you know, if he's got more minutes, the ball in his hands more, Chris can do a lot of the things Keegan can do. So, I mean, what a great story, too. I mean, the fact – I mean, he is three years out of high school. People Sometimes it's easy to forget Chris and Keegan both went to prep school in Florida because the only offer – Keegan had, and I think the same with Chris, was from Western Illinois right out of high school. Fran was like, hey, I need to see a little more development from you guys. They went down to Florida. They developed. Fran was still about the only Power 5 offer they had. I mean, it just goes to show you. Adam, when, when you watch Keegan, when did you say to yourself, wow, he, he is an NBA player? Was it last year or was it, is it now? You know, last year he played just a different role, but I think the way he came out this year and – I've heard only good things of, of what he's doing in the off season and mm-hmm. you know stuff he's doing in practice. So to see just the first few games of the year, even though they're against lesser competition, 
he's just got a different attitude this year, and it's it's good to see him kind of take that role. Um, and I can remember, like in high school, living in the area, watching those guys, you know, uh, throughout their career, they were always good. Mm-hmm. They were solid. Um, and that year they went to prep school. I know we've talked about it before. I mean, they completely transformed. I, I think it might be one of the, the bigger <laughs> transformations I've seen um, where they grew a few inches. They got bigger, stronger, faster. I mean, their, their jumping ability got much better. They're not the same people they were in high school. And I remember uh, we were at a charity thing, and um, Kenyon was saying, hey, the boys are really looking good, you know, and was talking about things. And until you see it, I mean, I was lucky to have both of them. Um, oh, I, I just, I, again, I the one year in prep school did them wonders, and, you know, credit them. They, they transformed their bodies. They put in the hard work. Um, and, yeah, Keegan's going to definitely have a shot at the next level, and it's good to see that ankle coming back. You could tell mm-hmm. these last couple of games not to be an excuse, or, but, but he wasn't himself, just the way he moved out there, and you could tell it was tender, but it was good to see him running the floor and, and jumping and dunking and playing good D. Um, he's definitely back and, and feels better, you can tell, on the court. And he's making that 15- to 18-foot jump shot, and I'm sure that's one of the things NBA – scouts are looking at if he can consistently start making that i mean that's just going to take his game to a whole new level right yeah and, and they'll they'll fine-tune him i mean when you get in that level mm-hmm. you're going to have a role that you're going to play and they're going to work on that shot right the three-point shot he's going to have that both him and his brother can shoot the ball really well for being a big um you know their whole life they kind of you know Kenyon had those guys playing guard and and inside outside game and shooting perimeter shots so but again he's still young in the game and those guys are still learning, and you get to that next level, they're just going to fine-tune that shot even more, and I think he's going to be really consistent. And I, Utah State, I mean, that first half, they were making threes. They looked good, and I was really impressed with that Horvath kid. Do you think he's got a chance to play in the NBA? Boy, I like him a lot. <laughs> I kind of thought of him. I'm like, he would have been a great kind of filler for this kind of team oh, that we've got. incredible how quick he is. I mean, is. the way he runs the floor, you know, he was 3 of 5 from 3, 18 points. We did a good job keeping him off the boards, but – He's a tough player, and again, that Bean, averaging close to 20 points mm-hmm. a game, he had a good game. I think we did a good job You know, early on. Both teams were hitting shots. As the game settled, we had a couple defensive lineups in there. That we, when we went small, that pick and roll was hurting us yes. early in the game. Mm-hmm. We figured it out. Fran called a couple timeouts there, um, made an adjustment with the, with the personnel, and man, we just really locked them down, and we were scoring so quick. It was amazing how that lead went, uh, you know, double digits pretty fast there. And from second half on, we really just kind of took that lead and extended it. What's different now is Fran will take Bohannon out, even if he's shooting well, if things aren't going well defensively. Because I, I thought Bohannon was a key early. He was making some shots, and he would seem to be in a groove, but they weren't playing very well defensively. He put that other lineup in, and they weren't necessarily shooting. I mean, Perkins didn't have a great game offense. No, he didn't. But, my God, they played good defense. They disrupted things. Yep. And that's what's different about this year. If you're defending, Fran's going to leave you in. I mean, you're, I, it's, maybe, maybe I'm making too much of it, but it just seems like Fran is doing more rotations based on defense as opposed to offense. Do you see that? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean, if it's not if we're not getting the job done, he's got to make that adjustment, and I think he knows. And I think for this team to be successful, we're we're going to have to rebound and we're going to have to defend. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you look at the statistics of the last however many years going back. If you want to be an elite team, whether top of the Big, big Ten or even make a big run in the tournament, you've got to have a a really solid defensive team. So, you know, credit fan and Brandon and the staff. They know as soon as 
things weren't going our, our way, even if you're shooting the ball well, he's going to get a, a different lineup in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, that's what makes our team so – I mean, even as an Iowa fan, we can throw out all these different lineups, and everybody brings something a little different. We've, we've talked about that before, too. Um, it's nice to have that kind of depth where we can put in a squad, and they're very unselfish. They're not forcing shots. I mean, some of those guys like uh, Perkins, he lets the game come to him mm-hmm. and really just gets after people defensively. So, Adam, uh, the rebounding, uh, it looks like we were a little better um, against Utah State. We won the rebounding uh, stats by 12, which was a huge difference from the previous three games. Uh, do you think that was a function more of who we were playing rather than uh, having figured some things out? Yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, obviously there's going to be a lot of attention, and we had that break um, as those guys were kind of finishing up semester exams here. But the one stat, I'm with you, maybe different team as opposed to like an Illinois or Purdue, but the two offensive rebounds that we allowed was huge. Um, you know, we didn't give them a lot of second shots off of that. So mm-hmm. by out-rebounding them 35-23, to 23, only giving out of those 23 rebounds, two were offensive. <clears throat> Again, that's a big statistic, and you keep guys off the offensive boards, you're going to give yourself a shot to win um, no matter who you're playing. Okay, now they've got um, Southeastern Louisiana tomorrow night, and then they got Western Illinois. What on the 29th? There's an eight days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're, I, I know Fran would kill me if you heard. They're, they're going to win both those games, barring huge <laughs> upsets. I just don't. I mean, Northeast or Southeastern's four and eight. They're so they're going to be ten and three, going back into Big Ten play. But I mean, they have to go ten and eight. Just to finish 500. 500. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying they're in a huge hole, but at, they, at 0 and 2, Adam, they are. I mean, do you wish that one of these two games they have now? Do you wish one of the opponents was maybe a little better, maybe a Power Five opponent, or do you think it's good to just get these wins to feel good going back into the grind? I think they're going to be good. I mean, for having a young team like we've got, and I consider them young, and a lot of replacement that we had to do last year. Mm-hmm. I think Fran probably didn't want to build that schedule too tough, you know. Um, with this squad, he's still trying to get guys minutes. I think you got to get guys like a Gundelay and some of those guys some minutes here coming up in these next two games because we're going to need that body. I agree. Mm-hmm. From Big Ten season, so I think it's going to be a good time to you know Keegan and those guys get their reps, get their you know get their uh, points and contributions. But we're going to need some of these other guys to step up. Even you know Sanford and those guys, they need some minutes. And so these are going to be two good games to do that. And then we roll right into Big Ten season, hopefully healthy and, and ready to go. But I don't think the way if we shoot well and we play like we have and, and like we're capable, we can beat a lot of good teams out there. So I don't think it's a stretch for us to to maybe uh, really make a run here the second half. I mean, those that three-game stretch we went through, Iowa State's going to be a top-10 team uh, this week. Unbelievable. Illinois, again, they're, they're Unbelievable. a solid of, of teams that we're going to see all year. So that was a nasty stretch. Like I said before, if we could have just got the Illinois game or yeah. you know, just split so we're one and one in the Big Ten, that would have been perfect. But again, everything we knew prior to the season, if you would have said, Hey, potentially ten and three going into Not bad. Big Ten play, I I would have taken that, especially knowing we had the uh, ACC challenge and we had to play on the road and you know, there's a lot there. So I think this is uh this is a good spot to be in right now, especially with the personnel and the young group that we have out there, I'm I'm really pleased with it. Otzelberger has to be right now the national coach of the year, right? I mean, is there anyone even close? <laughs> Nobody's doing he anything. Has to be. He ha- would have to be, wouldn't he? It's have incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's just incredible it what they're doing. 
I mean, but I just again, I'm not a, I'm not saying I'm a 100% defensive guy, right? When I played for you, Stacey, everything was predicated on defense. You need offense with it. He was a big defensive and rebounding guy, and you know that's going to take care of a lot of things offensively. But you know, TJ's gotten these guys again to buy in, play really strong, solid defense, and then you know, kind of piggyback on you know whatever it takes to win on the offensive end and. They're winning a lot of games, and it's going to be interesting to see how they stack up in that Big 12. And it's a grind like the Big 10, but right now I would put him as, as coach of the year. Just the mix of guys he's brought in and the turnaround this quick. It's uh, to win two games and now you're top 10. That's unheard of. And as far as Iowa's 0 2, yeah, it's a, it's a hole, but it's not like they lost to. Um, Nebraska and, and Northwestern right. or whatever. Although I think yeah. Northwestern is actually better. This year. They did lose to arguably the two best teams in the conference maybe. So there, there is something you can take from that. So I, I'm intrigued by this Iowa team. I don't, I'm not expect. and unlike last year where you just said, well, you know, they got to win these games. They got the national player. I don't have huge high expectations, but for me, that makes it more fun to watch this team. Sometimes it can pleasantly surprise you like it did in the second half against Utah State. I was really impressed with how they took that team completely out of their game, and it started on defense. Yeah, it did. And, and you know, from there, again, you put guys like Patrick McCaffrey on the top of that little kind of press that we did. A Ryan Bowen. Fields. Yep. Ryan Bowen, yeah. We, we use our length. I mean, there's some uh, – I, I kind of like that press, and we got the number of guys where we can, we can come at people hard. Um, and, again, it depends on the game and, and kind of the flow. But um, – yeah, when he ratchets up that little bit of press and pressure on that defense or on the you know the opponents there, good things happen. And so hopefully we can, uh, you know, and again, I think this team too, a guy like Keegan or somebody gets hot, it just seems like it kind of it flows with the rest of the guys. Yeah. The Iowa State game, when, when a couple guys couldn't hit, it just you could just see it was kind of like a snowball rolling down a hill. Nobody could throw it in the ocean. Couldn't put it in the basket and um, – Again, as, as Keegan and some of these guys go, you can kind of see the confidence of everybody else around them. So I think Patrick's got to continue to improve and because and, uh, there's going to be nights where they're going to really try to shut down Keegan. And oh, it's nice question. to see his brother step up. It's nice. You, you know what you're going to get with Bohannon. I mean, he's a knockdown shooter. So uh, it is. It's intriguing. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if we run 500 or above in this conference the rest of the year. So, Adam, why does it happen does it seem to happen that teams suddenly everybody misses their shots? How does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. It does, though. It's like I free know. throws, right? You, you have those nights where a couple guys start banging them off the rim and nobody's making them. Yep. But when you start filling in those buckets, that hoop looks looks pretty big and everybody's confident. And I think it helps, too, when, when guys are making shots like that. Um, our ball movement was so good. We had good open looks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I didn't think anything was forced, and the extra pass. I mean, it, when we have that, I think these guys all really play well together. They're all buddies. They're all good teammates. So there's not a selfish bone out there. And I think they just, uh, when when shots start falling, they they come quick. I'm just curious. Did any of you guys have the misfortune of watching any of the Kansas State Nebraska game? <laughs> I did not. I actually <laughs> channel surfed and stopped on that thing for about ten minutes. I think the final score was like sixty-seven to fifty-nine. Kansas State winning at Nebraska. Nebraska's horrible. I mean, I I can't believe they're not any better. And you watched. They'll probably now that I say this, they'll probably beat Iowa. But no, I have you seen them play it all this year? Any of you guys? A little bit, I have. Adam, have you seen Nebraska? I have a little bit. I I have a little bit, yep. I'm just surprised that it's not coming 
They're hard to watch. But what then I thought about this, Adam. Fred went to Iowa State. Yeah, married, great. But Iowa State had a great basketball tradition with or without Fred Hoiberg. As much as I don't mean for sure. he's one of their greatest players ever. Don't get me wrong. But Iowa State's been good in basketball for decades. They don't have that at Nebraska. Do you think that's part of the problem? It's just not the same thing. What he did at Iowa State's just not as easy to do at Nebraska because they have no tradition in basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit, but a lot of it's personnel. I mean, you got to get the right guys out there on the floor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from the very beginning when, when Fred came in, you know, you're right, he took over a good program, but he also was getting loads of talent, right, guys that were transferring from Was Michigan that because State it was Fred or because it was Iowa State or both? Or TJ. Or TJ. I mean, I think you got to give Fred a lot of credit because he ran the show there. Yeah. He allowed those guys to kind of come in and play with each other, and I think he's a he's a good guy. He's a good coach. He obviously knows the game at a really high level. But, again, it's it's got to be personnel, and I think it makes it even harder this day and age when you get all these transfer kids and you get the portal and you got, you know, um, you're, you're trying to find the right mix, and everybody in the country is kind of doing the same thing. Yep. So I think Fred kind of had the secret sauce there early. Hey, I'm – turning this program around he he went after jucos and, and transfers right away um and if, they all work if you get a group that doesn't work and you know it can set you back a couple of years and i think that's what he's seeing right now he's got to get a new group in and so I, he's got a leash right to it's going to take a little bit like you said the tradition thing is is against him but I think he can do it, and I wouldn't be surprised if next year you see a turnaround, kind of like what happened at Iowa State. It, it can happen quick. Yeah, I thought it might start to show signs, and maybe it still could, but that team I watched yesterday, other than this Burge guy, Alonzo Burge, I believe is his name, they just didn't have anyone who looked confident at all shooting the ball. And I've tried to watch as many Big Ten teams. I watched Northwestern a little bit the other night. They're a little better than I thought they were. A little bit. Be. A little better than I thought. Has there been a team that has surprised you in a good way, Adam, Big Ten-wise? Who would you say has surprised you the most in a good way? I think Northwestern would be that team. Okay, Just me like too. what you said. You know, I, they're, uh, they're much better than anticipated, and that's going to be a tough game um, when that comes up. And I think they match up well. And, yeah, they're uh, – the Big Ten's solid, though, up and down all the way through. I mean, you, you throw Nebraska and some of those other teams out there, but any given night, look at the coaches, look at the universities, the the names, and some of these guys on the teams. It's it's a grind. I mean, even Minnesota, uh, yeah. another team. They've been it's good. just yeah. night in, night out. You've got to be ready, and you got to take it one game at a time. And, you know, has there been games in the past where you've got four or five bottom feeders where you can kind of chalk up a win? It's, it's, it's getting tougher and tougher. Well, and, I mean – just look at what Rutgers did last week. You know, lost by what was it, thirty-five, and then beat Purdue. Yep. Yep. And Ron Harper Jr. I mean, yeah, some of these teams that have <clears throat> kind of like Bohannon, you've got experienced guys yeah. mixed in with some of these new new faces. Um, you don't know what you're going to get one of these nights. You got Ron Harper Jr. that can go off. You've got Geo Baker. You know, like I said, Geo Baker. I mean, those guys <laughs> we've seen their names year after year. Those are good guys, and they can go off and and change a game pretty quick. Brad Davison. I mean, yep. Wisconsin's a tough out. And um, Maryland's an interesting situation. I haven't done much research on it. I mean, the I mean, isn't that just bizarre? The fact that Turgeon resigned when he did resign. I I have not read much about it. I don't know. There's got to be more. There's got to the be more. And there there could be out there, and I'm just not aware of it. That was a weird situation, wasn't it, Adam? It is, and you know, having um, played and like you, Stacy left at the end of our season the season was complete but i can't imagine just 
losing a head coach right at the beginning of the year, you know, before things really get going, <clears throat> it, it definitely throws a wrench into things, and it, it's got to be confusing for the guys. And I'm sure, like you said, there's there's more to that story, but you don't want to see it. I mean, guys that work their whole career, work all summer, it's just another distraction, and it's unfortunate. Well, and with Stacy, I mean, there was the mystery. Was I mean, once we mm-hmm. saw the photos of him, you know, partying at four in the morning partying like a rock star basically you kind of knew his, but with Turgeon I don't know what's going on and I'm, I've never been a Mark Turgeon fan I mean everyone no. talks about how Fran no. bitches and complains Turgeon rides the officials from start to finish whereas Fran picks his spots Fran will lose it here and there what, what was the deal with the technical was he just he was upset with uh with Toussaint's uh charge it wasn't that was a terrible call yeah. wasn't it Adam uh yeah it wasn't great I mean he wasn't that guy's known for for trying to collect offensive fouls you know um he's he's a good defender and he is. i think right away i mean joe does over penetrate sometimes he just gets a little deep or a little erratic and there's one of those where i'm with fran it wasn't a charge but he kind of picks his moments and it, it ended up i think the one thing he'll say is i'm gonna fight for you yep, right that's um, what i thought you gotta fight for me so that's kind of his mo and Again, he he did enough to where it kind of woke the team up, and from that point on, I think we really we we played good basketball. Joe does mm-hmm. at times over penetrate. I wish he would. I mean, because I've been impressed with his jumpers in the lane. He's making. Oh, there's yeah. been times where he over penetrates, and then he'll stop and do a little spin and do a turnaround. He's making a lot of those shots, and I think Joe's. I think the stuff with Ulysses is actually helping Joe play at times more under control because I think Joe realizes, man. I got to be under control and don't make a bunch of mistakes, or I'm not going to play. Yeah, I think they yeah. got it. What do you think of the situation at point guard right now? I mean, it's good to have both options. Yep. Right. I mean, Joe's done some great things. He won a game for us. Um, you know, uh, when we played uh, Virginia, um, you know, he's done some really good things. And again, he's still a young point guard in this league. He hasn't played. I mean, he's played, but now the ball's in his hands to kind of start the game, mm-hmm. and so good he point. can dictate a lot. And I, I'm with you. I mean, he's he's got a good backup right behind him. And again, if things aren't going well and he's not playing well, then, then Fran can get him out and, and get somebody else in there. Got and one. Jordan can play. Yeah. And Jordan can play it too. Yeah. And he's not going to beat people to the basket or anything or do any breakdown depending, but Jordan won't turn the ball over and he's always a threat to make threes. I got one last question. That's not basketball related. Um, I, you saw Linderbaum. I mean, you're a, you're now a, you've been in, living in Solon. How long now, Adam? Since 2010. Wow, you've been so you are a full Solonite. So one of your, t- I mean, I mean, I just thought it was pretty cool. And I wrote a column yesterday explaining how back in June, after they passed name, image, and likeness, I reached out to Tyler's dad about um, um, maybe possibility of selling some Tyler Linderbaum shirts on Hawk Fanatic and your prep sports. And I'll admit it, I was I was trying to figure out a way to pr- produce a revenue stream. Todd was really nice. He said he'd get back to me, and we, I, we talked again in July. And I could just t- that basically Todd was saying, you know, Pat. Tyler's got a couple of relatives that are already making some shirts. He wants nothing to do with the operation. He's given him the permission and his blessings and whatever. And he goes, he goes, Tyler, but doesn't want to be distracted. But what they had, what they did was they knew that they were going to make shirts and give all the proceeds to the children's hospital. He just wrote a check for $30,000. And I'll tell you, I've never been more happy to be turned down for business than that, because what a cool story. Now, of course I wrote then in the cynics. Well, yeah, it's easy for a guy who's going to be a millionaire to raise that. Well, he didn't have to do anything. No, He could have done just done nothing, but instead, and he's not a millionaire yet, he still raised $30,000 and gave all the money. Just your thoughts on I'm sure you've got to be pretty proud as a former Hawk, and, you know, he's a Solon kid. Yeah, he's 
I mean, people in this area that know him and his family, they're incredible people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, he's one of a kind. And I was fortunate enough to, when we moved in, kind of got to watch his career. And again, kind of that underdog story. He just kept getting better and better. And he's a worker and he played all sports, uh, which is great for my kids and everybody in the community to kind of see he could do it all, you know, whether it was baseball, wrestling, he was a really good basketball player. I'll never forget. <laughs> okay. uh, he, he had just like finished runner up in wrestling and uh-huh. he came out and we were playing pickup in town and, you know, he's in running shoes and you should have seen him on the basketball floor. I mean, he probably could have helped their team yeah. defense, hitting jumpers. He would have been a really good addition to their basketball team, but I think he knew wrestling was going to help him for leverage, yep. you know, mm-hmm. body leverage and for, you know, just becoming a better football player. Um, but yeah, I mean that family's meant a lot to the community, and and the way he's given back, and like my kids, I think each of them's got two of those sweatshirts of the bomb squad. So they've done a nice job of of getting that out there. And like you said, you, you can't be any prouder when you take a check and it goes right to the children's hospital. Um, and that's what makes Iowa, I think, special. I agree. You know, and those kind of guys and that kind of story, but. Again, great people, and anybody that knows that Linderbaum family, um, they're they're just they're they're one of the best. So it's good to see good people like that having success. And just because you're gonna be rich, doesn't mean you still shouldn't get praised for doing nice things. Well, of course. I mean, it's just some of the uh, the cynicism it's out ridiculous. there. I, it's ridiculous. I well, mean, there's no guarantees on anything. He no. hasn't made anything yet, and that's the other thing. I mean, it's one thing to say it when somebody's sitting with a million bucks in their bank account. He's not made a dime yet. No. So. It's easy to to criticize, but he's got nothing yet. And I know he loves being a Hawkeye. I know, again, coming back and, and being a part of this, that means more to him than anything, yep. which, again, as a Hawkeye fan and somebody watching from the stands, um, makes you even more proud. But, yeah, he's he's not uh, – He's not rich yet, but he will be. <laughs> and I'm, it's probably fair to say he would probably have no problem getting a loan for, like, a truck or a car. Can we could we think that's fair to say? I'd even be willing to do it. There you go. No, I just wanted to, like I said, uh, I just think that's really neat that he was, and you know, Tory Taylor has raised $11,000. And they, lots of players, lots of student athletes at Iowa and at colleges across the nation are using name, image, and likeness in a good way. I mean, there is some downside to name, image, and likeness. I know there is kind of a bidding war out there, but there's also a lot of good, and sometimes it's just so easy to highlight the negative. So I just thought, it, it, you know, Sunday, I'm like, you know, I, you know Go ahead. I talked to somebody a while ago about this. I, I wonder how much success some of these guys really are having. You know, it sounded great in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I'm sure some of these big programs can pay guys a lot of money, right? We saw it with Alabama, with football, and yeah. I'm sure it's going to happen more and more on the basketball side. But, again, like even on Iowa's team, who are you paying a lot of money to for name, image, and likeness? I mean, I can see Caitlin them getting blanketed and, and, and spread all over. Exactly. I think some of the women are – are really coming away, making a lot of money. Their social media stuff that they've got maybe is a little better than some of the guys and mm-hmm. some of the following. But you look at like Caitlin, she's very marketable. You know she's going to be here for, you know, four years right. or maybe five if she wants to, uh, because last year was a free year. But again, yeah, I think for some of the female athletes, they um, they're finding a way to navigate this and, and do well. Now I will say, and I agree with you, but I remember people saying, well, you know, Caitlin and Spencer. It, they won't have any incentive. They're going to be instant millionaires. I mean, it's, that's there's not that kind of money out there for people. I no. mean, for very no. few exceptions. Alabama quarterback and what, but I mean, you saw. I mean, 
Tyler is about as big as you get at Iowa, and it took you know six months to raise thirty thousand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm. I'm saying is these people saying, oh, these guys are going to get so privileged and they're going to become so pampered because they're all going to be millions. So I remember somebody telling me that Spencer Lee is going to be worth millions before he leaves Iowa. That's just silly. I mean, Adam, you know how it works. That's just not true. Yeah. Well, and he is in a different sport where wrestling, you know, as far as professional ranks, they've got stuff, right, the Olympics and other stuff outside of college, but college wrestling is the big deal. And yes. he's a national figure. Yep. So if anybody's going to make some money, like, you know, within the Iowa program, his name's going to be up there just because of who he is, he is, what he's done, and on a national scale, he's so well known in the wrestling world. So, um, and I'm okay with it, right? If guys need to make some money and I'm, I have this no is their opportunity, I have no problem. But it, it could get a little sticky as things continue to move on. Oh, without I, question. I, I never thought I'd see this transfer thing work out the way it is. And mm-hmm. again, I I don't know what what the landscape looks like in two to three years, but um, it, it's definitely not the same as. 20 years ago. No. I think he, the, the most important change with the NIL is is the Tex, Texas thing with the linemen, each of them getting $50,000 guaranteed uh, yeah. when they get a scholarship. And I think that... Is that offensive linemen? Yes. There's about 13 on a team per So what's that? 13 times 50. How much is that a year? It's about, what, 750000 ish 50 times 10. Yeah, it's about $750,000 a year. I mean, yeah, that gives them a competitive advantage. It, it does. But other schools are going to start doing it. Well, that's right. But that's what I mean, where it is going to be a little more spread out. Maybe You're always going to have, you know, the quarterbacks getting, you know, the, the plum deals. But, you know, the Texas thing is, is a different model. Mm-hmm. And you watch, they still won't be able to beat Oklahoma. Or, or well, no, now they're going to the SEC. So, well, Adam, hey, this was great stuff as usual. I don't want to keep you. I know you got a, a life outside of this radio station. He actually which, uh, works for a living. He actually works for a living, unlike us. But thanks again for your insight. Hopefully, next time we talk, let's see, they got the two games. Well, we'll talk after the 29th. I mean, after the holidays and what have you, because um, um, they do have eight days off after. Actually, so we won't be here. Oh, that's right. We'll talk after I get back on the second. Tom, when you get back. Second. All right, we'll talk third. Or, well, I'll reach out to you after we get back from um, the bowl game and just want to say happy holidays, have a safe, good new year, and we'll we'll talk again. And thanks, man. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks so much, man. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. Yep, take care. Yep. All right. Have a good week. Yep. yep. Always good to talk to Adam. Yeah, no, it was. And um, I, I like getting his input on ju- just different things because, you know, he was there. I mean, he could have done some name, image, and likeness when he was here. He sure, sure could in have. In Iowa. But, no, I thought that was really cool what Tyler did. And yep. No, I just wrote about it because, I mean, I'm not afraid to. When you're no, that own, was good. When good you own story. your own business, you're trying to find ways. And I was going to donate some money to the children's hub. That was part of the plan, maybe do 25% or whatever. Yeah. But I could just tell from talking to Todd, he was very respectful. I could, he basically just says, Tyler wants really nothing to do with this. He's given his family permission to do something for a good cause. And that's what they ended up doing. And, I mean, Tyler didn't want to be distracted. And um, and the same ideas that I had, like the bomb squad, that's pretty, I mean, obvious mm-hmm. that would be. They had already had that stuff going, and now you saw the check. They tweeted yesterday that they reached their goal of $30,000, and I, I, think that's re- I just think that's really cool. I do, too. I think it's great. I heard the same thing. My son wants nothing to do with this. <laughs> with what? This. Radio. <laughs> oh, no, nothing. Nothing. And he has lived up to that. <laughs> but I'll just think of all the fun he's missing. <laughs> yeah. Should we take a break? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's take a quick break and then uh, ah, lots of stuff to talk about. Yep. 1 800 
1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. Back in 1947... When young Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertin and Stocker Jewelers, the sparse utility of the war years was ready to give way to the cheer of color in fashion, furniture, and of course, jewelry. Women from Hollywood starlet to housewife glowed with colored gemstones on ear, neck, and hand. Ruby red and emerald green, blue sapphire, purple amethyst, topaz, citron, aquamarine, Often these beauties were received happily in a Hurtine and Stalker box. Now, as in those distant days, colored gemstones are again bringing cheer and joy. So come see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars would like to wish you happy holidays and to thank you for your business. May the joy of the season and the warmth of your family be with you this season. Happy holidays from Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. Deer season is upon us and Dirk Sterner Taxidermy of Lone Tree is ready. For over 30 years, owner Dirk Sterner has been providing affordable, top-notch taxidermy services to Eastern Iowa. Dirk Sterner Taxidermy invites you to visit their Facebook page and see some of Dirk's award-winning mounts. Call Dirk Sterner Taxidermy at 319-330-1774. 319-330-1774 or visit them on Facebook at Dirk Sterner Taxidermy. Deer season is upon us and Dirk Sterner Taxidermy is ready. Players Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Iowa City is now open for lunch at 11 a.m., seven days a week. Stop in for big specialty burgers, Tex-Mex tacos, soups, salads, and more. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features gourmet hot dogs, including the famous Iowa dog, covered in bacon, corn relish, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has indoor and outdoor seating, plus carryout and delivery through CHOMP. Daily deals and the full menu are available online at playersic.com or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. From Hawkeye Title and Settlement comes best holiday wishes for a beautiful holiday season and a new year full of peace and happiness. Happy holidays and happy new year from Hawkeye Title and Settlement. It's that wonderful holiday time of the year. Moments of eating too much, spending time with family, and in some cases maybe trying to avoid family. However, you choose to celebrate. The Diamond Dental team of Dr. Forbes, Kate, Michelle, and Crystal would like to wish everyone a happy, healthy, and safe holiday. Here's to hoping you enjoy every minute of this joyous time of the year. Rest assured, Diamond Dental is here, providing superior care for your entire family during the holiday season and all year long. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. 
Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Best wishes from everyone at Supel Siding and Remodeling. It is our sincere wish that you'll enjoy a very wonderful holiday season and a very happy new year. Season's greetings from Supel Siding and Remodeling. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Geary Brothers Ford Lincoln, serving Iowa City in the Corridor. Proud recipient of Ford's President Award for the highest customer satisfaction in both sales and service. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for New Car Dealer 2017 through 2019. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for Used Car Dealer 2020. Locally owned and operated, we understand the importance of community-minded business. We proudly support youth sports. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln at the corner of Mormon Trek Boulevard and Highway 1 or online at DearyFord.com. Hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blair's Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at bigdogsatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. Hi, this is Bill Eichsnering of the Oxyoke Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyoke Inn has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, family-style service, and historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoke Inn is like a warm hug. Now, serving lunch, dinner, and banquets. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply Kitchens and Baths, your home never looks so beautiful. If you are going to be doing any traveling over the Christmas holiday weekend, I have some pretty good news for you. The weather looking relatively dry and pleasant right on through the week and the upcoming weekend. Today, mostly sunny. We'll get to 40 this afternoon. The wind west to northwest at 5 to 15. Clear tonight, 17. Tomorrow, sunshine, 39. On Wednesday, partly cloudy, 36. We'll get into the 40s, even low 50s by later this week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 27. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Hawkfanatic.com. That's it. That's our cue, Pat. So we're going to basically get through the month of December with hardly any... We had a derecho on the 15th. The weather service now is saying it was a serial derecho. Yeah, and for me, it didn't seem near as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, I was expecting my house to be blown yeah, away. Yeah, we got very little in Iowa City. Well, I mean, there was some. I think most I, of it went north. Yep. My roof. Oh, I'm so, I got a call. You lost some shingles? Mikey. I lost a lot of shingles, and the guy, the uh, examiner came. 
and, and said uh, uh, $500. $500, my ass. God, my roof cost ten grand. Well, he, yeah, I mean, too. he's looking at the shink. Well, you lost this man. I said, they're flapping up there. I mean, they're flapping up there. Yeah, it's, but, it's screwed it. But that forecast you just read, or they just read off, that takes us almost to the end of this month. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, I, I keep well, we're going to get we're going to get it at some point, but we're running out of time. I mean, we can get it in January, February and March. I mean, we will probably. and we will. But like I'm saying, though, we've already survived two months of usual hell. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, November and December oftentimes you say the same thing about, about this show. I mean, <laughs> if, if you get a bad storm in February, yeah, it sucks. But then you say to yourself, you know, in a month, things will start. You don't do that in November and December. Yeah. And I just can't. I'm just counting my blessings. Do we have a call? Yes. Let's go to Speaking it. Speaking of blessings. Hey, Karn. Hello. <laughs> were, were, were you guys in any of the areas where the lights went or the electricity went off? No. Uh, no. We had, once. we had, yes, we had one flicker. And that was and it. That was it. Yep. My friend Flicker. <laughs> well, that was good because we didn't have much of anything out here. In fact, not there was some wind, but not that much. But anyway, I'm wondering, the games tonight, or uh, tomorrow, is mm-hmm. there enough of a gap that all will have to leave before the men's game? Yeah, there's a big the gap. the women's game, you can't hang around until the men's. Yeah, Huge the women gap. start at 2, right. the men, what's the men's? Well, the men start at 7. 7. Yeah. So yeah, there's going to be a there's gonna, there's a four hour there's a three hour gap there's three hour through by four there's a three hour gap so yeah it, it'll be plenty of time. So yeah, so if you find a good spot for the women's game to park, then you probably should just bring your sleeping bag and sleep out there until the men's game. Starts. So that's the question: Where do you park? Just in the side streets there? Well, I have a a. a Pass for lot forty six. Well, you can park in the dental lot. You can pay to park in the dental lot. But they're it's full. No, with... no, never, n- never. I mean, I park in the like today when Fran has his press conference at two o'clock. I'll park in the dental lot. There'll be tons of parking. So we can park about, in there. What about where uh, lot forty six is with all the people that work there? I mean, those of us that have passes, are we still going to be able to get in and that park? I, that I don't know. So how much does it cost to park in the dental lift? I mean, um, it's similar to um, when I go over there for a press conference, I'm there for, it's like a buck 80 for an hour. I mean, no. it's not, and, and but yeah, That's I go, I, because lots of times there's not any meter spots in the lot just right next to the arena. So I don't even mess with it anymore. I just go into the dental lot and there's always, now with game crowd, it's not I'm, for somebody looking for one spot. I there's there's fifty to one hundred always to choose from, and it's usually a buck eighty when I oh, go. Great. There. So for the women's game, we can just go to the dental lot. But like if there's a lot do. of people like you doing that, it'll be full like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing this on normal days when there's no Iowa women's game. If you're gonna have five thousand people over there and there's nowhere to park, the dental lot will be full. Sure. So I'm not sure how they're gonna do that. I that's why I think two o'clock is just a weird time. You're not wrong. I just keep wondering why they picked two o'clock. Uh, who anyway, knows? <clears throat> you used to carry wrestling. Yeah. What mm-hmm. happened to that? Does Ray not want to carry that? <laughs> no, it's uh, he didn't feel like he knows enough about it. Well, he yeah, and we we didn't make any money uh, from it. it. It was a losing proposition, and uh, you know people would uh, choose Ironside and. Um, and fair and, enough. And fair, fair enough. enough yeah. You know, I mean, it's Ironside, um, so it just well, didn't. I, it just didn't I make sense with the loss of money. To, you had Bobcat and yeah. 
Was it Bob Dane? Yes. Yeah, Bromelcamp, Bobcat. No, that's not that. <laughs> this was that, the original, the OG boy. Bobcat. Isn't yeah. that what Menu Boy calls Bromelcamp? Yeah, yeah, Bobcat. Calls him yeah. Bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, I remember when you had them, and I <clears throat> I'd have the radio, two radios on, one for your station, and then one that carried Grace and Ironside. Mm-hmm. It's just, I enjoyed. Well, I enjoyed you're down to one. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't make. It didn't make sense to lose money. Well, and then you used to carry the softball games because I remember. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Anthony. Did, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. He did all those games. Yeah. yeah. They they won't let us do it. Because well, I'm. A shame. Who's carrying the women's games now? I mean, they're not on the radio very much. I think softball, I would just... No, once in a while. KXIC will pick up one Not game. many. I think they basically just do their internet thing. Because, I, I mean, we would love to. Yeah. We'd love yeah. to carry the women. Well, I enjoyed it when they did that. Yeah, oh, we, well. We'd love to do it. changes. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, <clears throat> have a good week. Hi, right, Karen. Thanks, Karen. We'll talk to you. Yeah. Your problem with that, though, would be fine. I mean, if unless Ray could just take work off. I mean, they play a lot of games during work hours. That would be one of the problems with softball. So we could we could true. find somebody to do them if they'd give us permission to do them. I don't think we. But if it ain't Sugar Ray, it knows. ain't worth it. It's got to be Sugar Ray. Spray the grill more. To be. It should be spray the grill more. <laughs> well, or we will. We would do it if they would let us do it, but they will not let us do Which it. I just and, don't. That makes and the wrestling no made no sense to me. It really didn't because well, it did for a while. We made money on it for a time. For a time. But then we couldn't do the other wrestling. It yeah. just, I remember I did one wrestling yeah. match with you guys with Podaski High School. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? I know nothing about. Th-. I'm like, hey, the one guy's grabbing the other. I don't know anything <laughs> about wrestling. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah. It just is. To me, it doesn't make sense if you can't do all of them to do any of them. What did Iowa say? The reason that is it a contract thing? It's, yeah, they've got a contract with. You know, Learfield. But what doesn't make it, if Learfield's not willing to do their games, who cares if you let somebody else? I mean, I don't get that. I agree with you. I agree. They're only causing themselves to lose branding. It's like, okay, they carry the wrestling at night on KXIC some nights. uh, And you can't get KXIC uh, at night, especially in the winter. You just can't get it in a lot of spots. Mm -hmm. It goes to a way low power. You can't get it. But you're right, though. You can't compete with Ironside. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I guess you could reach out and offer him a thousand dollars a wrestling match to switch it, but I mean, with Ironside, it's hard to compete against. Well, him. it's hard to compete against him, and we did make money for a time, but we weren't at the end, and um, it was a, it did not end uh, exactly uh, well with our first team. You, uh, you could do though to Ironside. <laughs> you should reach out to Ironside and say, listen, Suter and Hunter. If they can beat you in a wrestling match, you, you come, say, make a deal. Come work for Suter us. Suter took on McCartney, and he's not afraid of Kicked you. Kicked McCartney's ass. Tom, yeah. do you think you and Hunter could beat Ironside? No. What if Lang helped you? Maybe Ironside, the uh, Redman Burke here. <laughs> Although I did wrestle. <laughs> you, Lang, and Hunter against Ironside. And if he loses, he's got to come work for I you. I did get second in the city in seventh what, grade. Wasn't that like at 60 pounds? 70. <laughs> 70 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd you, were there other 70 pounders that are wrestling? Oh, yeah. There were in the city, there were like seven or eight of them. <laughs> 70 pounds. <laughs> That's pretty small. Uh, yeah. You guys don't like my idea, though? It'd be a good promo. No. 
I just no. You're not confident they could win, right? The three of them combined. <laughs> I wonder how Ironside would go about dismantling the three of you, though. Would he do it one at a time? Would he do it with just pure intimidation, or would he just use? His I think rest- there's a possibility that we would, with the sheer size, Tommy and and Hunter would subdue. I and I have the re- wrestling expertise. I mean, to take no care disrespect. Well, if I had- mean. If you had a, a boulder in your hand. I mean, no disrespect, Tom, but there's no chance the three of you guys would beat Iron. <laughs> I'm not sure how he would go about winning because he would be up against a lot of girth. And, you know, Ironside, he's in his 40s now, which he's probably 150 pounds. I still think it would be a, a quick and painful dismantling. Don't you, Captain? I don't. Well, maybe three of them ganging up on him when he wasn't just, looking. And he's asleep. And you got a boulder in your hand. <laughs> well, that's assault. <laughs> that's assault and battery. I mean, well, there you go. <laughs> well, where, where's the line drawn? <laughs> that would be funny, though, to watch those three in a ring with Ironside and see what happens. Well, how about you? How would you do? Yeah. By uh, myself? Yeah. Um, how about uh, you and Hunter and Tommy? I yeah. think we would lose. You and Ray. <laughs> I think we would lose. You and Ray? I think we would lose. You and Ray and uh, at Bobcat. <laughs> I think Rommel we would Camp? Lo- I think we would Rommel lose. Camp. I think we would lose. <laughs> I think he would I, I think he would take one down, dismantle that person, while the other one of us is hitting him in the back, he'd withstand all that, and then he would turn and it would just be a process of a Slow elimination. I just always had the, the, if you can't do it the best. Then don't do it. Then don't do it. And, you know, we can't. I mean, I got, you know, tired of, well, I I listened to Ironside. And, 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 I mean, and rightfully so. And he's good, yeah. no, I, Stephen Grace is good. Yeah. But to, were, not want, it, to not let you guys do softball, though, it, makes no sense. It, it doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make any sense. To not let us do wrestling. Or even base. I mean, at, although. At night, because you can't hear KXIC in part of this city. I can't get KXIC at night in my house. Ray would do great with Iowa baseball. Yeah, he oh, would. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, yeah. Now, they do. I mean, obviously, they do. Or they do Iowa baseball on the radio now, don't they? Or, or, or some of the games, I think. Not like they used to, though, with Babylon. No, no. No, where he'd get there. I mean, he'd get there for batting practice. <laughs> yeah, he'd be there at 9 in the morning, and he'd be on the air at 11 at night. In the game, yeah. I know, it was. <laughs> Do a doubleheader. I, honest to God. He All right. Did, well, he did the mornings at 6 o'clock, he did the news, and then I remember he got there at 9 o'clock. The game started at 11, and then it was a doubleheader, and there was a rain delay. And he was there at 11 at night. Okay, I just heard from someone from Iowa. Now, this makes sense. Thank you. Um, women's basketball is at 2 p.m. so the players can get out of town for a brief Christmas break. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Okay. Now my okay. Now I'm not. Well, so um, what about the men? Why can't they get out of town for a brief Christmas break? Uh, TV. Who's ah. to say they're not? They don't play for eight more days. I'm sure the men will leave after they'll go home tomorrow. I mean, they play ten. They play tomorrow. But I'm saying, if if, if they do it at two o'clock, so the girls, the women, can go on a break. Because I think the women play sooner again than the men do. The men don't ah. play again until the 29th. They're okay. gonna they're gonna have another. The men will have their second eight day break here, coming up right after. They go from the 21st to the 29th without a game. So I think the men, they both are gonna be able to get away for a little bit of a break. But now ask him why we can't do wrestling and softball. This person wouldn't control that. The, I mean, that comes down to um, Gary Barta and Learfield, right? Yeah, Learfield. Learfield I- would have to Learfield give you permission. IMG. They'd have to give you permission, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, it, it only Iowa suffers. I mean. 
Well, it doesn't make any sense, again, because if they're not carrying it on WMT, and they're not, the wrestling, mm-hmm. they've only got it on KXIC. So basically, and KXIC goes down to like 200 watts. Yeah, see, if right? they worked with you guys, yeah. you could hear Ironside in Galesburg. That's right. Yeah. In Des Moines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You could. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. They, don't, plus, they, just, they just don't seem to care. Plus our, you know, and the softball. I mean, we had a lot of listeners for that softball. We did. They just don't seem to care. Well, we had, we were able to carry the NCAA tournament uh, because they couldn't win. Because they couldn't, and uh, yeah. uh, Bob Brooks' kid did yeah, the Rob. Did Rob. And yeah. you said when they picked the other that part of it was the persona that you guys have or whatever. You guys aren't near as what's the word as you were back then when you they had them. wanted. You know, it was JCOR, I think, back then. I'm not. They wanted WHO and WMT, and, uh, you know, KXIC just went along with it. They could have cared. Um, but they, that was, yeah. But they, what's the they reason they gave it, you? They blamed it on your, like, shock jock. Persona. Which was yeah. blown out of proportion, but it's yeah. even way less now than it was 15 they years ago. They said <laughs> any station that would call. Pat Hardy, a pussy. We don't want it. That probably would have gotten you the deal. They probably didn't know about that. (laughs) But what I'm saying, though, is you guys, I guess, didn't project the image they wanted. They didn't even, the the guy didn't even, Roger, whatever the hell his name was, didn't even close the, the car was left running and the door was open when he came in and told us we didn't have it. Seriously. Did you guys have an idea he was coming in? Did you know? We had. I can't remember. Okay. My attorney, uh, who helped me get into this thing uh, monetarily, he said, what we're going to do is we're going to have the high bid and we're going to split the money. And that would have been a lot of money for both of us because we lost a lot of money when we lost, when we lost those games. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of money. And he said, we're going to split the money in half. And even by splitting the money in half, we would have made a lot of money. So we had the high bid. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So it had to be the persona, the, the image that yeah. they... Well, and it's also uh, bullcrap what the state did because the state violated its own, its own law. Saying that you're supposed to give it to the highest bidder? Highest bidder, that's what they said. Mm-hmm. We're giving it to the highest bidder, not, uh, you know, we're giving it to... Uh, you know, the highest bidder that doesn't isn't critical. You're right, though, about KXIC. You drive 10, 15 miles outside of Iowa. You can't hear it. No. It's gone. It no. just disappears. It's got a terrible night signal. Yeah, it does. So, so I mean, you know, they're, they're missing a lot. I think they're missing a lot. Have you ever re- tried to revisit it with them? Um, yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah. Just to deaf yeah. ears? It's a, no, it's, it's Learfield. Yeah, it's Learfield IMG College. Yeah. <laughs> What's their problem with you? Look, look, you guys, they work with WHO, WMT. There, it's a package. It's yeah. iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we blow KXIC out of the water, but we don't blow WHO out of the water. Oh, no. I, no. I, I mean, it, no. it's not even close. No. Yeah. No, but they don't carry softball and they don't carry wrestling that's right that's what i don't understand if who and them wouldn't care nor nor does wmt they they don't don't care care if you guys and half of those baseball games are on 1360 in cedar rapids which doesn't even cover cedar rapids properly 
because it's a bad signal. It doesn't get I down was, here. I was on that signal in college. No, it I makes can, what Tom was saying, yeah. that makes a lot of sense yeah. for the big two big sports because mm-hmm. you get the yeah. whole state. But yep. what I'm saying is sports that are just completely getting ignored, why not think outside the box? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. get that. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I mean, I I had a few meetings with um, with Rick Clad and, yeah. and and another gentleman, um, but it just never it Jennings, never got off the ground. Who was it? Jennings. Mark Jennings. It might have been. Mark and now Jennings. neither one of them are. Yeah. yeah right. They're both yeah. gone. Yeah. I I talk every once in a while with Rick on Twitter, but all right. Well, we can move on to. Most. All right. Well, something we haven't talked about that could impact tremendously. The bowl games, the basketball season, and this everything is COVID? is COVID. I mean, there's well, like I said, I'm I, these next two weeks. I I'm still I'm not I'm eighty percent convinced the bowl game is going to be played, but that I'm twenty percent convinced something may happen. Well, and I went and got on the uh, got on the horn and got some insurance for trip insurance because mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of feeling like it's not going to be played. I'm starting to feel that way. And I think we'll know this week. Yeah. There's 25 basketball teams that are currently affected with COVID. Mm-hmm. Games are being canceled and postponed, uh, including some Big Ten teams, Rutgers, Ohio State, and Penn State among them. Yep. Um, you know, and some other big-name teams, too. UCLA, Syracuse, um, Florida State. Uh, Colorado State, Evansville. I mean, it's all over the place. It's all it's all over the it's place. It's all over uh, the NBA. Yeah. Hockey had three teams yeah. shut down until after the holidays. Mm-hmm. They just they're because they have so many COVID cases. And I know oh, you're scared. Go hide under your bed. You know, screw you. That attitude. I'm sick of it. I I'm so sick of that crap. I mean, if you have any respect for acknowledging COVID and trying to take precautionary steps, you're un patriotic i'm sick of that well just go up to our hospitals and, and talk to the doctors and the nurses exactly. and say what, they what's don't. covid doing yeah but they don't no, and then another don't. thing well you know anyone who gets it they're either 90 or i know three people personally that have died from covid and two uh, two of them are under the age of 60 yeah me too that's a bunch well, of crap. community knows you know the whole community yeah, I just, knows i just uh, just and you saw what that idiot from Alaska, what's her name? I think she's hot, but I can't remember her name. The former VP candidate? Uh, Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Yeah, she have to admit, she's, from, she's my age. She is. Pretty yeah. easy. Didn't she say over my dead body will I get back? She's yeah. probably vaccinated, which is funny. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't surprise me if behind the scenes, but, you know, she's got to push that narrative. I mean, I don't understand what that accomplishes. I don't know, but CNN just had a poll. That six in ten Americans are worn out by the COVID debate. Worn out by COVID. That's fine. You can no, be yeah, worn out I mean, about it, but it's tough. It's not going away. No, I don't talk about COVID very often. I hate talking about. It. No, I want it to go away. That's why I've gotten my two shots and my booster, and I wear. I want the thing to go away so we can get back to normal. Hey, I get, I've said it before. I would get a shot every day. If I would, it would too. Help. I just want the freaking thing to go away. Yeah. Well, it's, it just isn't going to until... It's like the thing that wouldn't leave. I called that up the other day on Google, the Belushi, <laughs> the thing that wouldn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. I, I had a friend like that, and it's just <laughs> exhausting. It was, but they wanted to go... Um, Jane Curtin wanted to go to bed, and Belushi said, oh, that's fine, I'm going to call some friends over and have a little party. You know, the thing that wouldn't leave. But no, this COVID thing, I, I just... I'm getting so sick of it. I'm, well, it's ridiculous. You're fighting... And it's not going away. Science. 
you know, seriously. It's, it's, the people I trust, Joe Rogan, more than Anthony Fauci. I'm, come on. I didn't know who Joe Rogan was. I've never listened to him. I don't know what. I don't. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going to dismiss Anthony Fauci just because he doesn't fit your political narrative. I mean. Well, there is. I mean, he served for both parties. I know. He's it's not no, political. He's no. a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a scientist. They know more. You know, when somebody says, well, I'm going to do my own research, you freaking what, on Google? Yeah, what are you going to do your research on? I mean, do you have a lab? Yeah, I mean, it's the stupidest, it's the stupidest thing that anybody can say. It just is the most But that's stupid. where we are, though. This country is being poisoned, and it, and it seriously is being poisoned by Fox News. Which I never watch. And this no. other crap, but people do. Millions. Oh, I know they do. I know they do. And it's being it's being poisoned. I I mean, people are dying because of it. It's being poisoned. What's funny, too, is if you talk about covid to some uh, here, they go talking politics again. Yeah. Why is covid politics? Not. Well, you can thank Trump for that. Yeah. Why? I mean, it's just ridiculous. He made it it political and he not only made it political here, but around the world on England. Yeah. I mean, Germany. They cite Trump. But, in England and Germany. Okay, and, immigration, taxes, I mean, infrastructure. That's politics. I get mm-hmm, it. You can yeah. disagree. But COVID shouldn't be politics. And what I'm pissed about is it's seeping into what I do. And, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm being selfish. It's, I, have an, you know, I don't know how much of that $2,800 ticket we're going to get refunded or if we can transfer it over. Uh, you know, the hotel rooms. I mean, there's a lot riding on this stuff. There is. I'm with Tom. I'm not quite as pessimistic as Tom, but... This week, a lot can happen between like now and when. By the time I get back in here on Wednesday, who knows? This stuff, it seems like when COVID stuff happens, it just goes like it's like a snowball. Mm-hmm. No. Just, and now they're letting Kyrie Irving back to play in games outside of New York, and now he's already back in COVID protocol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're bringing a guy who won't get tested and won't get vaccinated. In, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy. I hope the bowl game doesn't get canceled. I mean, I think that would just be so unfortunate for Iowa to have back-to-back bowl games canceled for stuff that could have been controlled. Well, and they, and you know, they don't want to cancel them, and they definitely want they want fans in the stands. Oh, without question, they got to make money. money. Yeah, it's money. But TV money. Well, well that's what they can so have stupid. it on TV without. The, they say yeah. they try to make it political. They they try to make it political, and then. You look at all the companies and all the, you know, like the NBA and the NFL and all these cancellations. Do they actually think that they're canceling these games because of politics? I mean, some do think the, that. Well, but they're, well, they're stupid. I saw people on Twitter. I actually started to watch a little bit. I watched about a quarter of the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Why, that's all. <laughs> but I saw people on Twitter saying they wouldn't watch the bowl, even though they thought it was a good matchup. Because he's a libtard. Yeah, good for them. I mean, it actually wasn't Have a, a bad, nice day. It wasn't a bad game. It was Oregon State versus um, Utah State, and I believe Utah State won. That might be about the only bowl I've picked right so far. Okay. And it was an f- interesting game to watch. I don't care what Jimmy Kimmel. I've never watched his show. Have you? No. I've never. I don't care what his politics are. No. I have no idea what his I politics are. I watch Colbert. And I've never I watched watch any, any of them. I haven't watched anything since Letterman left. If I watch anything, I'll watch Colbert, but... I got to get up in the morning. No, I'm, I'm not watching TV at 11 yeah. o'clock at night. Yeah. And I quit watching Letterman before Letterman retired. What I, are you watching? Nothing. I'm in bed. Does it have soft music? And... No, I'm in bed, <laughs> asleep. Every night by 11, you're asleep? Uh, just about. 
That's Scott. Well, we weren't last night. But what were you doing last night? Oh, we had my brother and his uh, wife over. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say you were rocking the walls or something. Nope. (laughs) None of that, huh? Nope. But no, I didn't mean to go on a little, because I'm sure I'm going to hear, man, I was listening to you guys until you went off on your political yeah, I had to turn you off. It's nothing to do with politics, people. I'm just worried no, about what. really is I'm worried about what's going to happen this winter with sports. That's what I'm thinking. And that's, you should be. That's my window yeah. right there. I, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the women have already had how many games canceled? Three? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> to, I mean it's just. And it's, it's affected how well they're playing. Oh, I mean, without question. They played well the other night, but. You know, the the Iowa State game, we, if we had been a little more well-oiled, we could have won that game. But we weren't. We were a little out of sync. No, and in fairness, Iowa State's good. I think they, if they Iowa, are. I think if Iowa and Iowa State played ten times, each might win five times. They're very I, I even, concur. They're evenly matched teams. But, uh, yeah, it's just – but this just lackadaisical attitude about it and just, just dismissive, poke fun of people who take precautions, I just am so tired of it. Yeah, I'm with you. This can't – you know, the weather – that we're having now, this came up uh, on one of my Facebook memories. Uh-huh. This was from uh, uh, around this date in uh, in 2012. So I just stopped into work to get my paycheck. Talked to Billy Suter over here about the impending weather situation Wednesday night into Thursday. What are you thinking? Boy, looks like we'll get the full banana, Tommy. The full <laughs> banana! Full banana. <laughs> full banana. What's that mean? <laughs> Get everything. Freezing yeah. rain, <laughs> sleet, snow. snow. Well, I don't know where ice. I don't know where full banana came from. That's a billyism. <laughs> yeah. Think about it though. Like I said, we're almost done with December. Yeah. And I don't recall driving in any bad streets. Oh, not yet. No. Not yet. No. And I know it can still happen in January. But like you said, each month you get by from November, December, January. For those four months, well, even this, we're halfway through those four nasty this months. This road is pretty much holding up. It's not bad. Not, I mean, by now, it, by now, yeah. it usually it looked like yeah. Neptune. <laughs> you know, I mean, just yeah. you're maneuvering <laughs> through. Saluted I mean, you're just, you know. You, <laughs> Falling into a crater. You feel like Matt Damon in The Martian without his equipment, though. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was an okay movie. Yeah. I liked it. I thought yeah. he was really good in it. I yeah. did too. He's a good actor. Yeah. Yes. And you've seen um, We Bought a Zoo, right? Yeah. Shooter? You see that? Mm-mm. Oh, you got to so. watch. You and Ann would love he, that movie. He buys a zoo. They I buy a zoo. I don't think we have. You would, they would enjoy it. That's a good movie. But they gave away the whole thing in the title. Yeah, but it's not really. It's about <laughs> buying a zoo, but it's about what happens after they buy the zoo. Yeah. You it know? is a good movie. It's a really I good movie. I don't doubt it. And it's sort of a true. It's a spinoff of a true. Um, Benjamin Me is that his name? Yeah. Um, but no, and it's no, it's a good movie. I just and saw Stillwater yesterday with him, uh, and it's it's like a oh, what's I can't remember her name now. God, that's the where he goes woman. to rescue his daughter, who's yeah. a, like a bio. She's like a, a anti bio whatever. Yeah, they accuse her of killing her roommate. Mm-hmm. And that looks like a good movie. It is. Yeah, it's pretty decent. But no, you should watch. I, I'm giving up on White Boy Rick. You guys, that's your loss. But try We Bought a Zoo. And I Matt think Damon, be... if he's ever in White Boy if he ever does a remake. <laughs> oh, my apologies to you boys. Uh, Anne has been doing a lot of baking and stuff, absolutely delicious stuff. We've got individual packets for everybody, and I left them on the counter. Uh, I don't see any here. Do you, Captain? No. I started, I started to reach for the box, and I said, oh, my. I, mean, it's I gotta get my phone, which was charging. Went and got my phone. That it's Monday. It. I'm usually here till eleven. Plenty of time for Ann to bring that stuff out, wouldn't you say? <laughs> no potholes, no bad weather. 
<laughs> I'm, a, I'm hoping she's my, like getting her coat on right now. Oh, rushing, I'm sure she is. Rushing my, those things out to us. My son got gave me a big thing. Of, I mean, a big thing of Chex Mix. Yeah. Which is half gone. Uh, and it's got to have at least six or seven sticks of butter in it. But isn't it good? Oh, God, it's great. But this gourmet popcorn that I have, it's got caramel, cheese, and chocolate together. Yeah. Oh, I love the... You could just, I could eat it all day. Love the caramel. I could yeah. just eat it all. Oh, the chocolate. And the cheese is good, too. The chocolate yeah. is way better than I thought I'm not going to do any be. caramel things till I get my permanent. Yeah, fair enough. But, <laughs> I'm yeah. not a huge chocolate uh, fan, but... Oh, God, I But I, I can enjoy it. I love chocolate. Chocolate yeah. pie, chocolate cake candy i like chocolate chocolate with coconut mm, i love chocolate with coconut mounds mounds yeah yeah, yeah. and almond joy no gotta have almond joy yeah almond joy's got nuts mounds don't that's right yeah i never really knew one's how to, male one's female I, yeah i guess i never really knew how to t- take that little <laughs> statement there i didn't know if they were were they criticizing mounds or were they <laughs> yes or did, were they discriminating I think they're just um Delineating, just saying well, this is one and this is the other. I like both of them. Do you like almond joys and mounds? Uh, I don't. I'm not a big mounds fan. The almond joy a bit. It needs the the nutty flavor. Well, Hershey bars now have a, with the ones with almonds have a lot of almonds in them. They used to have like one. Almond. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, Hershey with almonds half. or Hershey with almonds or Nestle's Crunch. What are you picking? Uh, Hershey with almonds. Hershey with almonds. It's Although tough. I like Crunch. I go yeah. back and forth on that. It's one. not Nestle Crunch anymore. What is it? It's Crunch. Ah, it was bought by some. I'm so it's not Nestle. I'm going to keep calling it's it Nestle. Nestle in Europe. I'll keep calling it Nestle's Crunch until and I die. And here it's just Crunch. All right, Kit Kat or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Reese's Kit Peanut Kat. Butter Cup. All right, my. How about Butterfinger or Zagnut? Uh, Butterfinger. Zagnut. Zagnut's kick ass. Yeah, Butterfinger for me. Uh, no, Zagnut's rule, don't yeah. they? Oh, I love that. I haven't had a Zagnut for. Yeah, they're really 40 good. Years. They're really good for your teeth too. The way the the stuff settles in there, you know, where, <laughs> yeah. the, where your fillings are and stuff. They kind of act as a. a as they a, do. They they're act, a filling themselves. They're like a do-it-yourself. Do-it-yourself filling. Hey, Lance, I don't need to come see you this week. I just ate a Zagna. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any work. <laughs> I don't need any work done. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, we got we got to get back to the Hawkeyes, don't we? There's really nothing. And have you noticed our mu- is music stuff getting? I know Broadway's shutting down. A ton of their performances are being mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live. Didn't they have like four people to do a show? Yeah, Saturday Night Live was weird. We watched it last night, and yeah, didn't Tom Hanks like walk off and help him. Or Tom walk? Hanks, Tina Fey. They, didn't they just kind of come in and help him? Keenan Thompson yeah. and uh, Paul Rudd was it? Yeah, they had yeah. four Paul people. Paul Rudd. Right? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. And that's because of COVID, right? Yes. Yeah. That has nothing to do with politics. I mean, that's a... But per- performances are starting to get shut down. Yeah. Yeah, well, they shut down. They're shutting down. Are concerts now? Have you heard anything about concerts? They haven't heard anything about it, but, you know. Because it'll be interesting to see this spring concert you season. You know, I have never seen people en masse. I mean, even, I think... I haven't seen any uh, conservatives even defending... Uh, Clapton, after he went a, he went after this, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, stupid. He's an idiot. Went after this woman that was selling a CD of her husband's for yeah. eleven dollars. Yeah, you know, and she didn't know it was a bootleg or anything, and he's going after her for thousands of dollars. What an ass! I would like to think that he won't win. I mean, what an ass! But he's going to cost her, you know. Does he know anything about her? Is it political? Does he? Th- does, uh-uh. does she have opposing views of him? No. That's I don't. That's just it. Like I said, I, I'm not playing his music right now, and it's it hurts. I mean, 
Ocean Boulevard. I mean, it's one of the, some of his albums are some of my favorite albums of all time. Yep. I got like a ton of his stuff here, but I, I just haven't been able to bring myself to put it in. No, I know. It sucks. I mean, him and Van Morrison, yeah. two of my favorite of all Van time. Van Morrison's always, I mean, they well, he's both, an idiot. They both always been what they are. I, I True. mean, uh, Van Morrison's, he's even goofier. He's damn goofy. Yeah. Four years ago, we were in Ireland, guys. <coughs> no COVID. No. 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 Did you drink when you were over there at all? A lot. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so I'm doing my show prep for my KFMH show, and I just came across some of the Clapton stuff. You'll also be glad to know that he's releasing an anti-co- or anti-vax single on Christmas Eve. Great. <laughs> that he co-wrote with a guy who was banned from Twitter. <laughs> Jesus, whatever. Robin Manetti or Manati, I think is his name. All right. I have no idea who this guy is, but apparently he writes for Van Morrison too. Jesus, yeah. Man. yeah. I'll make sure not to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a Christmas classic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we won't be playing it. Yeah. No, that's just Tommy dis- Lang. Everybody, that's just disappointing. On his here. day off, that's dedication. Honest to God. It just that he's researching for his show? Yeah. He does a Dedication, show. I tell uh, you. 99pluskfmh.com every morning from 6 till 9. And it must mean something to him. He's researching. Yeah. yeah a lot of people listen to him. That right. Thing. All right. I got to go to my car and get my glass of pop because I've got that tickle in my well, throat. Well, you go do that and, and right Steve there. and I will cover because that's what we do. Sure. And um, We will cover this. Yeah. Um, I'll be right back. He needs something to drink, Steve. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to love the little care package. Lots of uh, lots of goodies for you. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I like this. I really like this time of the year, and I've spent like a good quarter of the time. We put out, we put out a string of lights. I mean, there's three different strings, mm-hmm. but it's all in one row. Yeah. And I've spent uh, half of the time uh, trying to make them all light at the same time. Yeah? Yeah. I fixed one. Well, Jan fixed the one, yeah. and then the other one went out. And well, then, why don't you spend $6 and get some I, new strands? I have said that to her, Yeah, and she's argued with me. Okay. Why is she, and I don't know why she's arguing. It's her holiday. I'm Jewish. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but she has. She's argued with me. I said, let's just go get some new string, strings of lights. Yeah. And she's argued with. I would me say that's it. the answer. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. You call her. You call who? Her. My wife. What are you guys arguing about? I don't care about your I light display. I so. can't keep my light display lit because we're using these old string, and they won't stay lit. Are they the old big lights? No, no, they're the little pixie lights, little ones. But you know, I don't, yeah, they're. I don't know. We won't stay lit. Hello. Hey, Sooner. Yeah. I'm allergic to coconuts. I'll make sure you don't put any coconut bars in my care package. I'll uh, I'll pick it up tomorrow. No, you're not allowed in the studios. Yeah. Are you back to banning people? Our office is closed. This office is now closed. Did you ever open it up, or is this just a continuation? It's a continuation. No, I don't blame you. (laughs) No, No, especially, I I mean... With two more variants? No, we're not. Okay, so Saturday morning, a guy goes up. I, I am uh, coming out uh-huh. and picking up my... I said, no, you're not. I said, number one. 
ain't nobody here to run the, any anything through, I said. And number two, we don't allow visitors. Well, I'm coming out. And I said, well, no, you're not. Well, you can come out. You're not getting in. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and he goes, well, then I won't uh, pick up my, and he gave me his phone number. Yeah. And I went back there and looked. Yeah. And he's not going to pick up his $8 buy. <laughs> you know, no, I said, no, we'll mail them out to you. Well, I want to use them now. I said, well, you can't because there's nobody here and you ain't coming out. No. I mean, I, you know. So what's your big worry about the bowl game? What do you think is going to happen? Um, well, I just, with th- things are shutting down again. I mean, New York's shutting down. You think it helps that it's in Florida, though? I mean, because... There does seem to be a well stand up against the backs. It's, it, it helps a little, but I'm I'm just concerned about it because it's it's just escalating again so well, much. Whether it's in Florida yeah. or not, I don't think either team, if they get COVID in either team, they're not going to play. Well, that, that yes. No, yeah. I to me, I don't think the cancel. I'm not sure if the cancellation. My concerns are just either there's ways for that game to be impacted without either team. Oh, for sure, it could happen beyond just either team. So I. I don't know. We'll see. I think this week is critical. Yeah. I mean, because Iowa doesn't travel down until the 26th. So what's today? There's still five days before uh-huh. Iowa even travels. So uh, these next three to five days are critical. And I just, like I said, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I, I don't want to hide under my bed. I'm, you know, I plan on fly, well, flying no, to Florida. No, we bought the tickets. We're planning on but going. But I'll wear a mask pretty much the whole time. I'm going to wear a mask pretty much and fair yeah, enough. down yeah. in Florida. If anyone yells at me, I'm just going to tell them to go to hell. Well, Down in Florida, you might get some people, ah, take it off, you wuss. And now they're saying that even though this thing is way more contagious, it's not as deadly. Yeah. As deadly. So that's, I mean. Did you hear the story, though, about the two people that were in a ho- hotels across from each other, hotel rooms, quarantine hotels? Neither, all, both had been fully vaccinated, and one gave it to the other, and they fi- theorized they got it. From when room service would come and the doors would open. That's how contagious this thing is. Yeah. The Omni. No, it's well, contagious. That's incredible. And, you know, and I mean, but they say if you're vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, if I wasn't vaccinated, yeah. I wouldn't be going to. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't be going to this game if I wasn't well, vaccinated. Well, you were vaccinated. You wouldn't be talking in that mic. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. I, but I wouldn't be going to I wouldn't be going to this bowl game. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But can you? I wouldn't be going to any basketball games. But like I said, I'll go to this press conference this afternoon. The only place I go now where most people aren't wearing masks are Iowa press conferences. Mm-hmm. I, oh. Myself and maybe one or two other people are the only ones that wear masks. The restaurants that we go to, they're wearing masks, you know, till you get the, to the table. And, and, you know, we feel comfortable mm-hmm. going into places. We weren't doing that before. Uh, Hy-Vee starting uh, to pick up more. There was people, once this thing started to calm down a little bit in the summer, Less and less, but now when I was at Hy-Vee yesterday, and I'd say three out of four people were wearing masks. Yeah, wearing masks. Yeah. When, when I was there. I'd now. say closer to half when I've been there. But. I've had half, too, but yesterday I was looking around. When I was in the checkout line, almost everybody was well, wearing masks. And then Walgreens. They go into Walgreens, and, and most people are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. But there's, it, okay, when you go to Walgreens anyway, I, forget COVID, okay? Mm-hmm. But I learned something with wearing masks last year that I didn't get sick. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the flu or... Sure. Cold That's not a mistake. So, yeah. So, <laughs> and Walgreens, you go in there being sick. 
usually. Don't That's yeah. why you're there. Yeah. Much. Yeah. So well, frequently. Why, why wouldn't you wear a mask there anytime? Yeah. So do you think the guy who pooped in CBS was wearing a mask when he did it? <laughs> well, he wasn't wearing any pants. <laughs> I know. I pulled him down. <laughs> so I doubt he has I, I would doubt that he was masked. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite stories that you guys have read. He walked right into CBC and pooped that'll right That would be there. one of the uh, stories highlighted on. Friday's edition of the police report. But that's from a couple of years ago, though. Well, you, we got poop. Oh, you've got more poop stories from this past year. They got some poopers in there. Where did where did poop, people poop this year? Uh, High V. Someone just literally just walked right in and pooped. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that a song from the sixties? Walk right in, sit right down, down. take yourself a poop right now. <laughs> That CBS, that CBS story though, just I still giggle when I think about that. Hey Molly, what it would take for Molly someone, Suter, everybody. What it would take for someone to actually do that? Oh, it's, it's some mental. Yeah, it's some problems. Yeah. So if you were in line checking out, would you buy that stuff or would you leave the store? I would leave. The I store. would leave the store too. Yeah. I'd be like, sorry, let's just erase my order. I got to get out of here. What would you do, Suter? Depends how far along in the order I was. See, if I was in uh, in the line, then he would be somewhere else. What if he, like, pooped right next to you? Then, yeah, I'd be done. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that would end the process. <laughs> I don't know what made me think about that. So, all right, but like, well, if he was across the store, I, I, that would not affect me. Okay. Woke. Woke. Rigged. His poop was rigged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're slipping off the rails. All right. right. Let's get back. Hey, Iowa wrestling starts today down in Florida, Destin, Florida, I believe. They're in, and I was thinking to myself, how can they do Well, they're not. They're, they're on break. They don't have school for another month. So the, this, is, I'm, this is probably a really good time for student-athletes like basketball. They don't have to worry about academics for five. They can mm-hmm. just focus on the sport, and that's got to be a kind of a relief for these guys. I mean, because I don't think Iowa starts again until, like, what, um, January 23rd, something like that? I think the start of the second semester. I think and that's it's right. screaming on some odd site. The wrestling? Yeah. Oh, the fl- yeah. It's not flow. It's not flow. What is it? Rockfin. Rockfin. Yeah, Rockfin. That's what Gandalf Finch used to call Rockford. Yeah. Rockfish. No, it's Rockfin. I don't Rockfish. Rockfish. Yeah. <laughs> Gandy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know. I don't know how you keep track of all the damn. Oh, so will the radio, will are Ironside and them down there for this? Will it will it be on radio? I don't know. Because I mean Ironside, I mean he works. I wonder if it. Because um, I know it starts um, starts this afternoon. Uh, and then, okay, you got the women and men tomorrow at two and seven. Yeah. And then the men don't play again until the 29th, which is what next Wednesday. 29th. Yeah. Because yeah, I fly out on the 28th uh, um, uh, next Tuesday. And we fly out on the 29th. So this is a God pretty, willing. This is a pretty slow week. There's not a lot going yeah. on right now. Yeah. You know, there really isn't. Well, especially after Tuesday, yeah. Well, that's yeah, next week. I just, and like I said, I know I believe it. I just wish they were playing a little better. I'd, I'd even like it if it was like Bradley or Mark. Well, or it was just, more fun just, to watch the Utah State game. Because at least they had a pulse. Yeah. At least, I mean, Iowa was a better team, but at least they had a chance. You know, I mean, it was competitive for a while. I mean, I just. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't listen. The best thing about this game tomorrow, though, at least it doesn't start at eight. Seven o'clock makes a big yeah, difference. It does. It really does. Hello. Okay, the wrestling, what is it? Iowa wrestling is at six o'clock and eight o'clock in duels. 
And Mark Ironside isn't going to be there because he is busy with his store. That's what I figured. Kevin Grace will be carrying it. Okay, that's what I figured with Ironside. He's got that apparel yeah, store. Yeah, he, he said because of Christmas, i got to be around the store. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But Stephen so, Grace will be there? Amazing yeah, Grace. Stephen Grace will be there carrying it. Okay. Thanks, yeah, Carl. Good, thanks. Uh, yeah. You think he should call himself Amazing Grace on the radio? I would. Change his name like you did? That would work, Amazing yeah. Grace. He's, he does good, but again, it's at night. But remember, we had Ironside on one so time. Good. He was good. We had him on We had him on the podcast one time talking, <laughs> yeah. and that was before Iowa had started to move ahead of Penn State. And I mean, he wasn't critical, but he, he also didn't just sugarcoat it either. I mean, he, no, but no, he was good, but... Okay, so six and eight o'clock tonight they have the. Yeah. That's what, okay, and when they've got their worst signal. I mean, it just. So and I and I haven't decided what we're doing tomorrow as far as the basketball games. Go to them both, and then refuse to leave in between and see what happens. Okay, I will say. Now we were at the if women's game. If you get in game. line for a tenderloin, you'll probably get it by the men's game. <laughs> we were at the women's game the other night. Yeah. There was a modest line for the tenderloin. Went through, got our tenderloins. And um, it was it was fine. Well, how many people were there? Not well. That's the thing. There were like three thousand. Three thousand. Yeah, I mean, you know, as long as the crowds at three thousand, the service is great. So you're saying as long as the facility is at about fifteen percent full. Yes. Then, yeah. They got. Yeah. I mean, that's yes. So did they still have everything shut down? Just was a lot still shut down. There were still some things shut down. Yeah, but. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Let's the, say tomorrow night there's eight thousand people. I don't think there will. What do you think there'll be tomorrow night for the men's game? I'm guessing somewhere between six. five and eight. I'd say six. Okay. So do you think with double the crowd, will that just double the lines? Yeah. My guess is they're not going to open up any more yes, it does points double. of purchase. Do you? And it does double. And that that's the problem. Yes. And you want people in there, but the more people you get in there, the longer the lines are. It's a catch-22. It, it is. And I just, I don't know. It's just not the way to run the venue. It really isn't. No. I just don't, you know, I mean... You can uh, do both. You can give to charity by giving a cut mm-hmm. of what you make and not depend on volunteers mm-hmm. and actually staff the place. Staff the place. It may get to the point where they're going to have to maybe staff the place. Yeah, well, well, but that goes against, I'm sure, the deal that they have with Aramark. You know, in another week or so, we're halfway through the season. Uh-huh. They play 31 games. Where, I mean, the season's almost half over, so... It'll be interesting to see how tomorrow, like I said, the last two games I've covered at Carver, they give you that $12 voucher from the media. I went up the line, and I'm like, I'm not going to wait 35 days. No, and you can't. It's just not worth it. So I just go down. Because and you're going to miss part of the part game. Part of the game, and I just don't want to wait in line for a $7 bratwurst. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a real, like you said, it's board, it's borderline dysfunction right now. And, yeah. And it's not, I, I, I think it's more Aramark's problem than Iowa, don't you? Oh, d- definitely. Do you know, you can go to Deli Mart and get a bratwurst for, I think it's like $2 or $2.50. Mm-hmm. Is it an actual brat? Yeah, and it's really good. Really? Is it like a Johnsonville? I, I Probably. Yeah. Sauerkraut? Or here, I, Hillshire, maybe. Or sauerkraut? Something. But anyway, no, they, I don't. I can't eat well, brats Maybe they sauerkraut. do. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. I, I only, if I go there, I get the hot dog. Is their fried chicken good? Yes. Deli yes. Mart has fried chicken? They yes. sure do. I didn't for know lunch, that. Yeah, they they sure so do. you could go in any time and get a couple pieces of fried chicken? Uh, for lunch, I know. Oh, just for lunch. lunch. Well, I don't know about nighttime, not in the morning. They don't have it cooked in the morning. No, But it's they really, do over the lunch hour. Yeah. I'm actually making fried chicken. Yeah. Fried chicken is good. It's really good. And baked. 
I'm making fried chicken and baked pork chops. And then I'll eat the pork chops tonight, and then I'll eat. I like fried chicken the next day. Cold. Oh, yeah. I abs- love fried chicken absolutely. cold the next day. That's how I like to eat it. Cold fried chicken is delicious. My Hello? Mom, my mom used to make the best. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. It's John hey. Ball. Hey, John. Hey, comment on the, on the food. We were at the yeah. game. I saw, you, I saw you with your ice cream. <laughs> you want to get in the ice cream line early if you, if you have any hope of watching the game. So we got it before the game started. But don't you can't do it between. You want to do it, at, you'll miss a quarter, basically, during <laughs> no, the middle of the game. So. Exactly. So you were you were still mayor when you got in line, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> then I had, a, I had a real cold cheeseburger, too, which was not very not very good also either so it was it was catch as catch can it's just it's it's really kind of pathetic actually they're they're losing out i think i, I do too i do too they need it, to change it, it, oh they've got to do something and and pat is your comment about having maybe have some regional teams in here like you said southern illinois bradley just anything why don't we have teams like that it just makes no sense we used to play creighton years ago. does it cost uh, is, does it cost more I'm sure of the higher the team, yeah, the more you're going to. Well, have. yeah, I would have suspected it might, but maybe you'd get more fans too. Well, of course you would. Games. You would get more fans. Loyola, Chicago. Wouldn't you love to have? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would. Oh my God, that'd be terrific. Yeah. I, I mean, I just don't know. Southern Illinois, Northern. I, I mean, Western I Illinois is coming in on the 29th, so that's that's not yeah. bad. But I mean, this Southeast, nothing. No disrespect to them, but I just it's a no. tough it's a tough thing to get to fans appeal i mean it's just not a very yeah. appealing matchup and it's you know i just think you're losing a fan base you know it's just whittling away at it really uh, it's just it's unfortunate i yeah. agree i, I, no, I agree, agree with and you. i feel bad for the players and the coaches how much time well, they I put it they deserve I, better I mean, iowa plays a fun brand of basketball they do they really yeah. do they, they do really and do. they just they need some help yeah, it's it's just too it's too bad that we've resorted to these you know really lower tier teams to to get the fan interest level because like you say now about half the season's over so we will have to get everybody back for the Big Ten. Well, and yeah, they have got to figure out how to get the students involved yes. because that is where that's where that's all the energy it. comes from. The money comes from the donors. Yes, you got to yeah. have them, but you got to have the energy or it's uh, you're watching TV. And you know, like for I mean, a game tomorrow, more. even under good circumstances, I wouldn't expect it. Students are on break. I no, get it. Not that's every, right. But in the right. beef of your Big Ten schedule, you need your students. You yeah. need them bad. And you, you guys have talked about putting them closer to the floor. Yes. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yes. I think that needs to be done. I mean, like, you know, you go to Michigan State, and they're right on top of you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Illinois. Uh, Illinois, the atmosphere is great. I, I don't know why they're so slow to change over here. Michigan. I, I have, I'm, and I've never seen that? it. I've, Michigan, too. I've never seen a Big yeah. Ten arena that has more wasted space courtside I, than Carver. I, I agree with the you baselines and, yeah, The baselines, you could camp there if you wanted to. I, mean, yeah. I just don't, I just <laughs> don't get true. it. I just don't get it. I don't either. It makes no sense whatsoever. Gentlemen, have a nice holiday. And you too, John. Too. And thanks, Johnny B. Look forward. Yep, thanks. Bye-bye. Yep. But I know we've talked about this a lot, but it's an issue, and I know it's a – it's a issue that a lot of fans are interested in and frustrated with, and I don't want. I'm not like trying to call out Iowa and what have you, but something's got no, to change. No, but why don't they do something? I don't know. Something's got to change. I mean, we were talking about it the other night, and I liked the idea of yeah, you move the donors to one side 
Give them their great seats on one side, but on the other side, give it to the students. Yes, and then get the donors in a situation. There's got to be a way to make it to where the donors can sit and still not have their view obstructed. If it's just going to yes. take a little thought, yes, a little thought and a little creativity and some money. It's going to take a little bit of money, and that's but fun. it wouldn't take millions of dollars to move the students to put bleachers up. It no. wouldn't. It would not take that much. I don't think it would. So, but man, I just, I just feel like they're just letting this slip away, and um, it's just tough. It's tough. It's a tough combination right now. I mean, they're not playing very many good teams, and the setup right now is dysfunctional at the arena. Mm-hmm. Just as bad as I ever remember it. And I, I, this was pointed out to me when we first started talking about this. I forgot to bring it up. Do you know who wanted to move the students? Who? Dr. Scorton. Did he? Yes. Well, he was such a wonderful president. He really was. He was, yeah. I mean, for both the university and for, you know. Look who just walked. (laughs) Oh, my my God. Thank you very much. Good work, Wrangler. (laughs) Wrangler strikes. Well, thank you. You don't need it this year, but there you go. No, I always need it. And yours is a different kind. Than oh, my God, shape. these look good. They are Thank good. You. Thank you very much. I may just go home and eat all these right now when I'm done. <laughs> Why not? Just a bunch of fudge. Yeah. Man, those are good. Thank you, Ann. appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you very much. That's nice. So, but um, I... I now, I, if I, my wife only shows up with a string of working lights... <laughs> Definitely, that's not going to happen. It would be the miracle of Christmas. You know, um, Tom, why don't you, re- maybe uh, we could reach out. Um, the thing is, though, you could, like, say, reach out to facilities. I, I, you'd have to talk to Gary Barnett. Uh, who else could you talk to in this situation that would really have much authority to say much from Iowa's point of view, other than Gary Barnett? It's a, it's a good question. I don't know. I, would I mean, they that. have a facilities manager, but he's well, not going to speak. Without permission from Barta, the facilities manager might be able to address some engineering issues and talk about something. But like would he that. be able to address why they're not opening up all the stands? And well, I think that's because they can't get enough people. The same reason restaurants are having trouble; they can't get enough help. They can't get enough. But volunteers. they're depending on yeah. Well, well they're well, depending on volunteers. Yeah, but it's, a lot of people aren't volunteering no, because of people we got a older. pesky little pandemic. Well, yeah, the people that volunteer are older. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Good morning, Captain Steve, Pat Hardy, and Tom Sutter. I think they should have a lot of fans in the stands. Are you going to be there tomorrow night? I got to. I got to work tomorrow night. Otherwise, I wouldn't mind being at it. Being out of game. So if you yeah. didn't have to work tomorrow night, Shooter, do you think he's there? No, he doesn't have a car. <laughs> we could take a bus. You, could you get? How? There's got to be a way to get from Burlington to here without a car. Oh, sure, it? a bus. <laughs> Would we offer? I, to could pay? Take, I could take a. I take a. I could take a cab up there. Yeah, take a, a cab. cab right if you take a cab, yeah. KCJJ will pay no, for it. No, no, they won't. No, they won't. <laughs> but your Shoot. prep sports might. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't afford it, man. You guys are established, <laughs> knee-deep in cash. Got to count sure. people knocking on your door to advertise. Sure. We're, what are you talking about? We're begging for we're begging for Christmas trees. How much would a cab cost from Burlington and back? Oh, God. $500? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. 300 Yeah. <laughs> you could buy a yeah. car for that. It will be, uh, it'll be a lot of money. I know that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. And by the way, uh, you guys, Iowa City they are they already started their Iowa City schools. They already started their their Christmas break, so they're already they're already out. So we have no lunches from Iowa City. Well, just Burlington, just uh, just Burlington. You know, you know what they're having today? No. Why no. don't you tell us? We're all, we're all having a uh, a a fiesta a fiestata. For a second there, I thought he was saying feces. Or a fiestata sounds a feces estata. <laughs> Fiestata, refried beans, garden salad, and applesauce. I'm right. A fiestata with refried beans. <laughs> what is wrong? And, and, of course, with, and with applesauce. Nestle's <laughs> Maze on Hawks Fanatic on the Mighty, 1630. Right. KCJJ. Thank you, Justin. Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah. Today's menu is brought to you by Charmin. <laughs> Didn't it sound like he was saying feces? Yes. I yeah. don't. I don't want to. You don't even want to think about it? Not really. <laughs> so why is Iowa City not in school, but Burlington is? That would seem pretty universal that you get out for... Does that surprise you? No, not really. So when no, was Iowa City? last we usually go along with the... We usually go along with the university. Um, high school doesn't we don't take on the spring break anymore. But high school doesn't take six weeks off for no. Christmas break. You no. get like a week and a half. Yeah. I just find it odd that a town not that far away, which they, I wonder I if think they... Davenport's not. Uh, my grandkids aren't in school this week either. So city, uh, Iowa City, they must give you two weeks off for Christmas. Usually you get... I remember when I was in high school, you'd get off a couple of days before Christmas and you'd be back the Tuesday after New Year's. I mean, you'd basically get a week. Steve, have you tried your... Uh... Checks mix? No, because I can't work these things. I well, can't work. Be careful! Don't turn it upside down. Well, how does it come off? There's a little. There's a, there's little, a little flap. There's a little flap. It's. it's yeah. Oh, here. There. Yeah. It's once you see okay. it. Yeah. It's, I, got her. Okay. Start eating. Start there you go. It. Let's I hear some it. crunching. Very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of butter. Yeah, I had lots of lots of that. It yesterday. looks like this we got fudge. What else we got in here, Shooter? Uh, did she put some of the uh, sugar cookies yes, in there? Yes, they look like they're in there, too. Uh, bourbon balls. Bourbon balls. Hey, that was my uh, nickname at Jim Club. Bourbon balls? Yeah. Yeah? I had bourbon balls a few times in college. <laughs> no explanation. I think we all did. Yeah, no. No explanation needed. None. Or, or desired. No. <laughs> So a self-explanatory statement. But as, as far as Carver, though, I mean, and eventually we'll stop talking about this, too, and it'll just go away. And there's going to be some, if they play well this year, there's going to be some good home court atmosphere. I mean, it, I mean Carver, a few. Carver can work when all the pieces are in place. It just shouldn't have to work that hard to get all and, the police and pieces in place. And you have to start treating the students better. I mean, there's the disconnect right now between Iowa and its students, to me, is pretty severe. With the basketball program. With the yeah. basketball program. Yeah. You know, I'm in football, there's times where I wish the students would stay at games longer. Or, but, you know, I mean, they're 20, 18, 19-year-old kids. I mean, they're fickle. They're, they're a tough crowd to appeal to, and you got to win. I mean, but I just wish – I think like Purdue, when we were pulling up to Purdue Mackey Arena, you saw students, girls – I mean, girls – Boys, students running to the arena two hours before the game start just to get there because it was part of their night. Uh -huh. yeah. It was part of the night they had planned. You know, whereas it seems like I don't know. You know, do I want to go to the game? Oh, I don't God. know if I want that to ruin my night. You know, I want to be over. Whereas at Purdue, that's part of the night. 
And, and that's just, that's an attitude that you can't just make happen. Uh, you have to cater to it. You have to help give it a reason to happen. And like I said, I just don't see that happening right now. Well, and now didn't, didn't Alfred have things going a little bit yes. with the student oh, without until, question. until had, the Pierre Pierce, until the Pierce thing, they had 2000 yeah. students in the Hawks nest yeah. and they also won the big 10 tournament. Mm-hmm. They were hot. Now the Pierce thing, but then they started losing. They started being mediocre, you know, and I think the combination of Pierce and mediocrity uh, and that those students were like, yeah, screw this. Man, that the, I think, Oh, I would weigh a little more toward the Pierce thing than even the mediocrity. Well, okay, fair enough, but that's, what, 20 years ago? Well, I was going to say, the Pierce thing may have had an impact then. quicker then, yeah. but the mediocrity and whatever, to me, is more of the long-term Yeah, thing. Okay. But it's not, I mean, between Licklider and Fran having to rebuild. I mean, in fairness, we're talking about a program that hasn't won a conference title in almost a half a century. No, that's true. We're talking about a team that hasn't been pat to the Sweet 16 since 1999. There are reasons. To me, though, that's more reason to find reason to cater to the fans, mm-hmm. to the students. So, yeah, you know, we need we haven't been a powerhouse. We need to reach out to our students, and they can maybe help us get back there, give us an edge in a couple of these conference games at home where we need a hostile crowd. And well, I just when you consider happening. that there's the student fees – what they pay right now are just, it's, you know, $500, $600 in student fees a semester. Mm-hmm. And, you know, give them the goddamn ticket. I, I've let been, them, you know, been saying them, that for years, and yeah. they just... You know, it goes up every year. The student fees goes up every freaking year. Oh, yeah, just give like tuition. The, yeah. It's well, a, even when tuition is level, they still bump up the student fees. And when the students are there, it is just a lot more fun. It is. It just really is. Now, the atmosphere is just much better. Some of the chants are, I'm like, I could do without the airball chant. I'm so tired of the airball chant. <laughs> I mean, that thing's been around forever. You know, it some, has. Sometimes people take shots that don't hit the rim. But, but, that, um, but the students aren't there enough to be that creative. They don't work together enough. Now, we do like it when the band, uh, when the people are at the free throw line, then when they do the Niall Kinnick speech. That's so, yeah. <laughs> we, I, we like that. I, I, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Any, anything to distract the opponent. That's what, that's what you want to have happen. You know, so, but I just, like, like I said, tomorrow night, um, 20, 30 point outcome, there'll probably be five, 6,000 of you. You can picture the game in your head. I just hope nobody gets hurt. That's kind of how I am. I, yep. I don't think there's any threat of Iowa losing to you. No. And you're not sure if you want to go, right? Well, I'm not sure we'll go to both games. If the if the men's game was at 8, would that definitely rule you out? Yes. This does help the fact that it is at 7. 8 would be tough. That would be a tough sell. Yeah. Because it'd be a, maybe a little different if this team was 8 and 4, but this team's 4 and 8. Now, it's probably played a bunch. Of, I haven't looked at its game-by-game schedule yet. I'm guessing it's probably paid, played some Power 5 teams to earn some money and want to take your lumps before you get into conference play. This is true. But I just... I don't know. We've been talking about this arena for so long, and it's just it's, it's just kind of like beating a dead horse. You know, they really should do something, though. I mean, have a focus group of, you know, students. They'd probably do this. Oh, I'm sure don't they you probably imagine I they do think, this. I would, ima- I would think they do. I, it makes no, why not just use your freaking head? Yes. You know, use your, use your head. I, you know, focus groups to me um, – it's 50-50 at best. Honest to God, it is. Focus groups turned down uh, Taylor Swift and Love Story, the, that song. 
Did they? Yeah. No, that's what's wrong with that. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It was like uh, one of her biggest songs, and uh, you know, people requested all the time. And I, I mean, I've seen Focus. I'm not a big guy into if it's done properly, you know. And my son does focus groups, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and if it's done properly, they work. But when they're done haphazardly, when you when you decide the outcome that you want to get, and a lot of focus groups do do that. I just think you know, and a, a lot of the things that universities and stuff do now, they do you know the surveys, they email them out, and I just don't think you get. Okay, you said enough. You said uh, put the students there. Put them, put them right there. Yes. Okay. He said put the students right there. Bomber, John said put the students. What what focus group is going to say? Don't put put the students as far away as possible. Just you, it, by logic, you know where the students should be because that's what they did. Is they have them as far away as they can be. Yeah. Well. And it doesn't make any sense. No, it there doesn't. Isn't, and if you had and to there guess, isn't any focus group that you're going to assemble and spend the money on that's going to tell them to do that. And with the construction needed, I can't imagine it would be a lot of money to get put to put in bleachers courtside. Bleachers can't be millions of dollars. I mean, I mean no, I, I, no, maybe something not. like that. What I'm talking about, they're doing. Maybe it would cost like a million bucks. And I know that's easy for me to say, spend a million. But uh, to me, you're going to benefit from it in the long run. I mean, I right mean, now, just, all you have to do is watch any free, almost any basketball game on TV. Yep. That's all you have to do and you see the fans right behind the teams in in many cases and it's yeah. a raucous atmosphere and it looks fun. I mean right now Carver has it set up to where the people who are behind the visiting team are their family members and friends and fans. Yes. Why do that? Them, I don't know. Give them decent seats, but don't let them be there right there. Have that be nasty, drunken students. No, definitely. You know, I mean, Go get it, some boards and some bricks, which this town is famous for. Yes. You know how they build books. I used to do that myself. Yeah. Well, I'll do that with, uh, with the bleachers. Bleachers. <laughs> just make the bleachers out of boards and bricks. But, I mean, just right behind the visiting <laughs> bench is all, is all their connections. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying put them up in the nosebleed seats or whatever, but that to me should be where the students are to try to distract them. You know, and you do it civil. I mean, if they get out of hand, of course you you have to monitor it. But man, I just I would think that would be a distraction for the players to have their, fine. their family that close. Oh, I mean, well, don't you think that the Hawkeye teams would like to have the fans directly behind the bench? I think the Hawkeye teams would like the visitor to be treated the way they're treated at visiting arena. Yes, of course like they would. Like at the Izone where they're doing a timeout and there's a ton of students yelling right in their ear. I mean, that's a hostile environment. You know, they're not it's they're not touching them or nope. anything. I mean, they're they're distracting them. And right now there is no distraction at Carver Hawkeye Arena. No. Nope. I mean, I guess the best way to get distracted is to go order ice cream then and then you then you're distracted for well, a the line going up to order ice cream is a distraction. Yeah, and I want to ask you guys. Um, I want it's always been kind of a I, I want to get a pizza place to advertise on my two websites, like a hundred bucks a month. 
Okay. What do you think the chances of me doing that are? I've always wanted to get a pizza place. I don't care who it is. $100 who, a month 100, should be a piece of cake. 100 maybe 150 If 150 you get a little. But it would be that at the most. I haven't never reached out to a pizza place. But it's always been kind of, I've always, and I would agree, I would tell that pizza place, if you do it, you're it. I won't try to get any other ones. What do you think the odds of me being able to do that are? I've always wanted to ask you guys that. Uh, very good. Yeah. Seriously, you think yeah. so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, because I've always, I just, I, I mean, I, I mean, that's a two thousand dollar investment for a year. I mean, I mean you get a million. I mean, you get a million page views. You mention yeah. on the, you'd get plenty of branding if that's what you need. And but I, specifically pizza too. I've always wanted. I mean, there's not a lot to choose from. Wig and Pin. I they basically said they don't advertise, and um, the owner's son basically looked at me like I was a complete moron for even thinking <laughs> that. He basically said we don't need to, advertise, which they probably don't. Yeah. Which you know, and I um. And um, but I've always wanted. So I'm I'm gonna. But they do need to advertise because, you know. But they don't. I I don't think. Have you ever well, seen a Wig and Pen TV ad? No, no. But I'm just saying. I've gone into Wig and Pen, and I've gone in at night to Wig and Pen, and there, it hasn't been full. No. Or even. But if you talk full. to them, they claim that they well, just well, are just swimming in cash, and they're wrong. Yeah, nobody. I mean, I've nobody. been in there plenty of times when yeah. you could shoot a cannon off in there and not hurt anybody. I don't know that anybody is is right now over the last two years swimming in cash. I but think, no, I've always yeah. wanted to get a pizza place, and like I said, that's going to be one of my New Year's. I, don't know, I wouldn't call it a resolution, but goal. So if you're any pizza people out there listening, and like I said, I got analytics every. We get analytics every week showing you. I mean, I no, we don't have an analytics saying nine people looked at your ad and went and ordered pizza. You can't. But I can tell you, you'll get like a million page views, and we've got podcasts. There's a lot of ways if I could ever get a pizza place. Maybe, well, hell, just a restaurant. A restaurant. I've never, I've, other than the Hilltop, I haven't had, I had the Hilltop for a while. Restaurants tend to be um, haphazard in their They're hit and miss, aren't they? Yeah, yes. yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. But like Sam's Pizza, hell, I probably spend close to a hundred dollars a month there and that's really not hard to do i maybe eat sam's maybe three times a month uh, but like the other day i ordered a 14 inch two topping thin crust with delivery 26 dollars yeah. you do that three times in a month that's almost 100 bucks right there yeah and cost them two bucks probably and it was burnt yeah which i would prefer it burnt than undercooked because i like my pizza but this one was burnt a little bit and um, and I, but no, that's just something that. But you see, eight hundred pizza places and eight hundred Mexican food places because it's cheap and there's a huge profit margin on them. Oh sure, without question. Huge. Yeah, I'd love to be able to get. I mean, I eat La Rea, La Rea. I eat there a lot. I, but the, you know, that, I don't see them advertising anywhere. Mm-mm. Do they advertise with you guys? No. And when I go in there, it's usually packed. And they do have really good food. And but no, I don't see them advertising with anyone. You know, but no, you're right though. And I, in fairness to the restaurants, I get it. COVID has really disrupted them. Oh, completely. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. I know. I do get that. I, but like I said, it's always been a goal of mine. I want to get a pizza place on my websites. And like I said, you'd be able to. If, yeah, you can be put on two different websites too for that price. So that's going to be one of the things I try to do this coming year. And if I fail, I fail. I'll still eat pizza. I would like to get. Uh, some bank that just is just loaded with cash and have them buy like four or five grand a month. I would too. I would love that too. I would love that. That would be great. I haven't been able to get a bank either. Hell, the bank I bank at. Now, Midwest One, I take that back. Midwest One has been huge for your prep sports, but I bank at um, um, Green State because I've been there for a while. And I 
I we we they, they, you know they just politely said thanks but no thanks for hundred bucks yeah. a month. We've actually been told by some banks to go to hell. We didn't. We're told <laughs> to go to hell. Now, your guys is. I mean, obviously, you guys are offering no, a have, much bigger no, market. Have, but, yes. but you guys are also way more expensive yeah. than me. Too. This is true. You know. So, but but we'll see. Like we I said, we have not been told to go to hell by a bank yet, have we? No. No. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good PR. I mean, you can just say no. We're not interested at this time to advertise. As well, we've gotten I, plenty of that. Well, so have I. I mean. <laughs> But yeah. no, the pizza thing, though, has always been one of these little personal little things that I've wanted to try to do. I just think it would be neat to, and we have a lot of high school kids that look at our sites and what have, and, and the other nice thing, and I've told you this before, is we get a ton of new viewers every week. Mm-hmm. We're not just a subscriber site where the same 500 to 1,000 subscribers are coming back the whole right. time. We're, we've got a vast different audience. You know, and if I look at our analytics, Iowa City and Cedar Rapids and Des Moines are our three biggest, you know, because we get analytics that show where all of our page views come mm-hmm. from. And it's always either Iowa City or Cedar Rapids first and second in Des Moines. Omaha's big. Quad Cities is pretty big. We got Chicago and whatever. But I'm just talking about a local place mm-hmm. here in Iowa City. Well, I, you should be able I to I think get I could that. help you. And if, you're, if anyone's interested, you know, you know, always feel free to reach out. Okay, now I'm done. I'm, I'm done. And I think we're done, too. Thanks again, Adam Haluska, giving us great insight I had on this show. Perfectly timed. And thanks to Ann Suter. And for, thanks to Ann yeah, Suter thank for, you, Ann. for uh, covering for her brain dead husband. Hey, Good thank work. You. Thanks for bringing that out. And um, if anybody knows my wife, uh, could you please ask her to uh, get some uh, new uh, lights? Some new. <laughs> so. Okay, well, Molly Suter is next. HawkFanatic.com. Check it out. It is free.